recorded live. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk Show, produced by Household Stress, the talk show with a top-selling book and an app for your Android smartphones. We come your way every Tuesday night from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but you can get more info about this show by visiting our website, householdstress.com. Listeners can participate in one of our live weekly talk shows by calling in or logging on to householdstress.com from your personal computer as an anonymous guest. Phone lines are open right now, but this show is strictly for men only, so call into the hottest talk show in the world. That's right, I said it, the world. And we have a couple of rules, and they are absolutely no profanity and no politics, and more importantly, no racial stuff. This show is apolitical and race neutral so that we can make sure that any man can feel comfortable on our show. And furthermore, fellas, this ain't Bible study. We want you to just be able to come to our show as a man, and that is it. This virtual talk show always presents the hottest topics for discussion, and tonight is no different. Tonight's topic is, did you plan your marriage before you planned your wedding? This is a fluid conversation, so if you do have something to say, please feel free to do so. Or if you just prefer to listen, that's absolutely fine as well. All right, with all of that said, let's get started. Back on, way back on July 10th, of 1999, uh, I got married. Um, I was 21 years young. Uh, my wife and I dated all through college, and we got engaged right before our senior year of college. We got married two months after graduation, and we actually started saving for our wedding a year or two after we started dating. We both realized pretty early on that we were both the one, and I was actually part of the wedding planning process, right down to the fine details of picking out wedding invitations and napkins. Fourteen years and three kids later, the rest, as they say, is history. Well, first question, fellas, true or false? Weddings are planned by women, for women, and men are merely bystanders. Amen. True. <laughs> Does that mean true? <laughs> that is true. I could really can go to the divorce. I mean, the uh, I can go to the courthouse and it'd be all the same to me. <laughs> you own the house, you know. That was my concept. You you save money for the house. You know, you want a twenty thousand dollar wedding and live in an apartment, or you want to take that twenty thousand dollars and make it a down payment on the house and get married at a you know court at the court at the justice of the peace. J-O-P, baby. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think you all are doing women an injustice. Uh-oh. Because I think sometimes the wedding is just as much for the parents of the spouse as it is for the woman also. Because hmm. I think there are some women, well, matter, hold on. <clears throat> I know there are some women that would love to go to the courthouse also. Where? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> where, where, where the courthouse rides at? I want to see him. <laughs> Who is that? Is that T. Hawk? That's T. Hawk. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I gotta ask my wife. I, I'll send you her name or whatever. You can look up. <laughs> and there's, there's still this notion that weddings especially those lavish ones, are all about the woman. But is that how it should be? I mean, isn't a guy supposed to be equally happy about getting married? 
you, you, that's a twist on words. Yeah, we happy about getting married, but we ain't, we don't care nothing about the wedding. Right. They ain't got nothing to do with each other. The wedding is one day. Mm-hmm. If we could just skip the whole wedding and just get right to the marriage, and we cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I tell you what, after the wedding and all that stuff that they go through, the women are too tired for the even honeymoon. Man, we you know we need to go to justice of the people. <laughs> I know after ours, I was asleep. I was tired. I mean, it was just, you know. It, you it know, Rodney, Rodney, you an outlier. <laughs> I'm, I'm not lying. Rodney, Rodney, what was your bachelor party? Don't exactly. do that to him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> well, you going to hear it tonight, bro. bachelor party. I didn't. I, I mean, it was a get-together. Um, Where was it at? Where was it at? Was it a was it a husband and wife or fiance or, or slash? <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't joint. Um, Where was it at? Chuck E. Cheese. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, I don't. I'm, I'm just sitting here. I don't even remember. Oh, Rodney, right I can't believe you playing yourself. All right, man. <laughs> I remember the rehearsal dinner, but that was at my uncle's house. But I don't remember a, a bachelor party. Um, you know, but that's just me. And we, I'm, I'm, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Um, but do y'all think that there will ever be a day when there, there, there won't be this societal pressure, you know, to waste money on lavish weddings? Will there ever be a day where there will be no more pressure from society not to waste money on these lavish weddings? No, it's not. Huh? They got reality shows on weddings now. That's true. Rizillas and they also got um, you know, um ever since my my daughter was a uh was a baby, it's almost like we kinda groom her and not on purpose, but you know, little girls like pretty things, pretty things, you know, diamond, glamour, gold and then all the toys are sold around being beautiful and pretty and and all of that stuff, you know, and this is like, uh, and it used to be back in the day, Barbie and Ken, you know, and that's like the fantasy uh, couple. But now it's more so like you still got little girls and it's pink all over the place and dressing her up like a Barbie doll. And this is just like a, a reenactment of when they was a kid that this is like the real deal. All that other time it was just practice for them. And now all of a sudden, you know, they get to do it for real. And they want to go all out. You know, I got a cousin coming up here this weekend, and her fiancé called me last night or yesterday and was like, man, you know, I done had to change her engagement ring three times. I was like, well, what you going to do when it's time to get married? I mean, that that that's ridiculous. You know what? I mean, you spending all this money. I know they ain't free. You can't switch it out like trading cars. Wait a minute. He had to change the engagement ring. Three times. He done already changed, changed it three times. Wow. Why? Because she she showed it to other people, other family members, and then she came back to him and said, "Well, you know, this ring is nice, but when I showed so and so, they was like, if it had this to it or if it had that to it, you know, it'd be a lot more like so and so's ring." And I'm yeah. like, "Well, you the fool for doing it, bro. I mean, if you're doing this now, what make you what you gonna be doing when y'all actually in the marriage? This ain't a good way to start out." Come on, my man can't be that show, man. Come on now. Hey, I'll introduce you to him next week. He'll be here. 
He, he <laughs> a different engagement rings or what's what the hell somebody else say? Yeah, on a man. He's trying to be. And he, his point is, look, man, I just want her to be happy. I say, but don't be no fool doing it, bro. Oh, oh, so if much. Raymond's gonna make her happy. Then he's never gonna be able to top that. Right. Oh, oh, a pull from someone else. Wow. <laughs> but do y'all think that it's the wedding industry's fault too? You know, perpetuating all these ideals of wedding. You know, because well, they want to sell a product. The wedding you know. industry is trying to make money. As a matter of fact, exactly. we're thinking about getting in the wedding business ourselves, me and my wife, because it's very lucrative. Yeah, because everything is basically a consumer good. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you said that because we, we were thinking that, too, because it huh. is even low budget. Even, you know, I saw where couples are picking zirconium rings. They're not even getting diamonds. They're just getting... You know, four rings <laughs> and getting married. Mm. Do y'all think that women are dreaming about a party instead of a lifelong commitment? They don't know what they be thinking about, man. They be so. The only thing they know they got to play in this wedding. They ain't even thinking about at the the next day. They ain't even thinking. <laughs> the only thing they thinking about is the care about. Yes. Yeah, you got to remember that um, to a lady, um, it's their day. It's all about them. All eyes are going to be on them. Walking down the aisle, and they want to impress everybody because now they have a Cinderella Cinderella husband that's standing up there at the aisle, and, and she has the most beautiful dress on. It's probably rented or cost a million dollars, and it's about them. That's it. But what about the notion of planning a wedding if the woman hasn't even met the groom? What are you talking about, like a like a forced marriage, or no, no, literally planning a wedding? Oh yeah, yeah. I had a friend that did that. Matter of fact, she's saving. I think I told you all about her. She has an account set aside to pay for her wedding, and uh, she ain't even got a boyfriend. Oh, that's, that means he ain't got to cut none out of his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy right there. Yeah, that's crazy right there. I Is mean, she attractive or not? Is she what? That's a- attractive? She attractive, but she a marriage monster. <laughs> What does that mean? What that mean is as soon as you get with her, the first thing she's gonna wanna know is when y'all get married. Oh, well how 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 fine is she? <laughs> oh, I mean yeah, I mean the body is nice. I mean she got a good job, but she a marriage monster. Uh No, they just you know, I don't, why why would you call it a marriage monster if a woman is a certain age and she's like, you know what? I I, I wanna settle down, so don't cut to the chase. This ain't no booty call. I mean, if you in it, and if you in this relationship to to just play games, then you know go there's the door. But if you in here because you're looking for something and you want to settle down too, then I'm your woman, you know. But if she's like, and that's not a marriage monster. That's just a woman that knows what she wants. She's tired of playing games. But you know, yeah, that's gonna yeah. scare guys off. Say what? That's gonna scare guys off. Oh no doubt. 
no doubt. I mean, somebody come to me like that, I'd be like, look, I just want to get to know you, man. I mean, can we spend some time together? No, I'm you know, talking about after that phase is done. That's phase one. After phase no, one. No, no, no. She she coming to phase one. She's coming in right there like the that. Like and that. Not, phase one. And not only that, she's very superficial. So we've tried to introduce her to good dudes, but she finds something wrong with them. You know, his toenail grows too fast or something crazy like that. And the dudes that she has, she's very superficial. Or, or he, he wore the wrong shirt. The meter when the right. first day came to the house, something like that. Either that or he runs too fast. So she has a knack for picking Mr. Wrong. Uh, she she likes, you know, the no job, you know, uh, living with mama or living with the wife before they get a divorce. That's the kind of that's the kind of guy she'll pick. She'll be attracted to. A dependent brother. Yeah, but somebody else gonna need her. Yeah, but what does that what does that say for the future relationship? If she's planning it before she even meets the potential groom, or before she even learns how to pick a man, mm. that's 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 the real issue. Knowing what the hell to look for, and, and what's the difference between a good mate versus what's what ain't been working, which is what I was trying to school on, but she didn't get it. Well, I, you said something else too earlier. Um, that this young lady is saving for the wedding. Um, and with all of this talk about um, planning for the wedding, just in general, do people, are, are they actually mentioning saving for the wedding? Generally speaking, when they're talking about planning the wedding, are they talking about saving money specifically for the wedding? Like, yeah, you know, I mean, we did. That, you did? Yeah, me and my wife, we didn't want to, we saved for a year because we didn't want to owe no credit card bill or nothing like that. But did you find out in the, in the years some things that you didn't really like about it and almost changed your mind? Uh, Not me, because I told my wife the limit, and I told her how much we were going to pay, and we saved for that limit, and she liked everything within that limit. I mean, so as long as she liked it, hell, I was cool with it. No, but what I'm saying is, you know, okay, we're saving for our wedding. And and now I'm finding out some stuff I don't like about you, or I'm finding out some stuff that I didn't know before, and and we getting into some battles because of this thing that I don't like about you, or vice versa. Do you continue to go on with the wedding procedures, even even though you're planning for something and you've inviting people, you're getting everything ready, and do, but do are you under the pressure to go ahead and move forward towards the marriage, or would you stop it? and take your money, and then you go your way, I go my way. No, we had a back plan. Uh, I, I told her not to sell her place when we moved in together here in the neighborhood we live in now, and I told her that just in case things go south, she would go back to her place, and then I would go back to wherever, you know, I would find somewhere else to stay. So we, we both have been divorced, so we always had a a way out plan, and we, you know, we handle our money as such, you know, paying two mortgages just to, you know, keep that option open just in case things did go south. And there were some things that I found out that irritated me, but it wasn't it wasn't a deal breaker or anything like right. that. Okay. Yeah, but what what would be considered a good deal or a bargain for the cost of a wedding these days? Anything under uh, five thousand dollars. That's what I say. Yeah, you ain't you ain't asking your wife then. Right, because <laughs> when, when I got married, it was 10K. 
1999. My, my wedding was 8K. Mine was it. $6,000. Yeah, I think mine was actually 8 and because I, you know, I, I lump in the honeymoon with that, so it rounded out to a 10, but... Yeah, ten for everything for the the wedding, honeymoon, limos, you know everything, and we actually um we we paid for everything but two grand of it. Yeah, you're my own pocket. You're a baller. We didn't even have a honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> to go right on back to the crib. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And she was with that. Yeah. Well, speaking of the crib, if we say for a rainy day, children, or a house instead of the big wedding, how could that mean a lot less stress on the marriage in the future? Well, I know we bought the house first. Mm-hmm. We bought, like I said, Rodney, we bought this house before we started planning our wedding. Mm-hmm. So that, so we did, we took all that worry out of it. I think just the communication would be better, especially when it comes to finances. Right. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not focused on a, a t- particular event. You know, you already focus on what the you know what you want your livelihood to be. Mm-hmm. Man, the communication thing is 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 key because it when you communicate with your wife and you bring your wife to be and you write it all down on paper, it's like all the stuff that you want in your wedding, I can put in your dream house. And that's when things start to, you know, the light bulbs start going off in, in her head because at first it was supposed to be she wanted to, I think she seen a movie or something, and they was on an island with they with their shoes off and in linens and, you know, dressed in the linen clothing and the wind was blowing their clothes. And um, I, and she and she's like, I want to get married in Bermuda. I want to get married. I say, look. That's going to cost us about to get everybody out because all we know is broke people, so we got to fly them out. <laughs> oh, you got to talk to T-Hawk. That's T-Hawk wedding. He out there on the beach and everything. Oh, T-Hawk. Oh, come on, man. Better <laughs> T-Hawk, man. On. With no shoes on. <laughs> with no shoes on. They out there too. No, this dude barefoot with nature. We don't compare to him. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, oh, that's the best. This dude barefoot, no comparison. No, Ike, listen, that's the best way to do. It. You get your tickets way in advance of airfare, so it's cheap. You don't have to worry about a limo because you're getting married at the hotel on the beach of the hotel. You know what I mean? We did it in Miami, so the honeymoon we just rode down to South Beach. I have heard it is for doing that. I have heard it. Yeah, you already, you know, in a vacation. It's, it's just doing it by yourself, though, not it flying all them bamas, you know. No, I, no, no, no. You just find, like, if you got, you know, kids or something like that or, or you know, people that just don't have a job that, you know, that you're responsible for, you get their ticket. But other than that, no, everybody got to get their own ticket. Man, when I was getting married, my wife's brother, he, he ain't got no job or whatever. I don't mind, you know, I rent his tux or whatever. So the tux see the place. Got him these pants, you know, a size whatever he was, and a little boy. So of course that wasn't on. <laughs> so uh, and we didn't. <laughs> so I had to run out on wedding day to go down to Walmart and get him some pants in my tux. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I said, man, this is what I get. You know, I ain't trying to call my wife ghetto or her family ghetto, but this was ghetto. Oh, no, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you go right ahead. Yeah, you license. Man, I, so I, I go on and die. Yeah, you go, go ahead. He looked and say, you know, he he pulled out the pants out of the tuxedo bag, and he's like, all right, what y'all going to do? <laughs> he got no money. Yeah. He got no money. My wife's oh, family man. sleep in my driveway, in their car, because I would let them in my house. Mm-hmm. For my wedding. Hey, man, look, you, I got ghetto stories now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, I pull you a drink, man. You right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> So rewind a little bit. How, how would the average man plan his ideal wedding? <laughs> what would that look like? Straight to the honeymoon. Justice of the peace and a backyard barbecue. That is. <laughs> there it is. Set it off. That is. That's the that whole is. thing right there. <laughs> but isn't, isn't your wedding day the most important day of your life? No. No. The marriage no. is. Not at all. Is. Huh? No, no, the wedding the is, not, is not a day. Well, I mean, the baby, the first son, the first kid, you know, that's more important than the wedding day. How about I mean, I was, sick, I was sick after knowing that I spent $6,000 in one day. Wow. <laughs> no, not in one day, in a few hours. You want to know the most important day, right? The most important day, is, aside from when you get saved, is when you find out that she's the one. And, you know, no, I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me back that up. When you find out she's the one and you was right, there you go. There There you go. go. I agree with that. I agree with that. And you was right. Give a damn about no win, man. And so, man, what's what's CJ at? I'm right here. CJ, you you the man with the plan. How are you going to marry? And, and, you know, know, we we know you call all the shots. Now, how are you planning your wedding? No, no, no. On this side. I'm not calling on the shots. I'm just <laughs> making sure that my first hurrah is my last hurrah. See, I'm not going to do this again. That's right. <laughs> so how are you planning this, CJ? That's what the brother's you question know, was. How are you, you planning your my, wedding? You know what my plan is. It's still the same as before. Flying to Vegas, finding the chapel, staying in a hotel for three days, four days, and then coming back, because, see, I'm not the kind that thinks that I want to pay. I want to pay for everybody else to sit up here, party, eat, drink. And when they leave, I'm in debt. Right. <laughs> I'd rather put that money in money more and where I'm going to live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and the way things are right now, and you, you mentioned I'm shooting for a five grand wedding. And I'm going to cry at that. But, see, I have built-in factors. I have family and friends that cater. I have a nephew that takes pictures and do video. My sisters do floral stuff. I mean, seriously, we could probably squeeze it in in three. Mm. So how long did you – oh, go ahead. I want to go to Vegas. You know, I just want to – You say you want – y'all get married in September. We know what you want to do. But what is y'all going to do? Now, see, here's another story. Let, let, let me tell you how it works. What's out? Oh, small wedding, 25 apiece. Oh, wait a minute. 
I got to make sure I invite, oh, well, she's going to bring her. And next thing you know, you know, one time it was up to 100 apiece. I said I couldn't even get 100 of my family together under a roof. And see, what she doesn't understand is people in my family will pop up and say, I'm married, and it doesn't move no mountains. It's like, okay, congratulations. Y'all went and did, and did this. Where her family is, the first thing she said to me was if she didn't invite a certain aunt or whatever, she would be knocking on her door. And I was like, seriously, are you serious? Okay, CJ, you talk about conversations that y'all done had. You getting married in a couple of months. What's the deal? What is the? I mean, what is what is the bottom line? Are y'all getting married in Vegas? Y'all flying out there? Just y'all two? Y'all getting? Y'all letting Elvis do it? I mean, how y'all doing it? Yeah, just twenty four hours ago. Twenty four hours ago, it was like, okay, my pitch once again is going to Vegas. Now, we might even end up in Elton, just the two of us, and then in April, throw a. Everybody get together. Now, you mentioned the cookout. That's my thing. So everybody's comfortable. Everybody come together. You know, it's no... Well, for one thing, there's not going to be drinking anyway. No alcohol in my way. So if you drink, I guess it means you're not coming. Mm-hmm. There's no way... alcohol in my wedding either. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be. So it's like, okay, we can throw something and have everybody come together in April. You know, and we say that. See, her cousin spent $80 a plate uh, on her wedding, and they didn't even go on a honeymoon. Wow. Got her spending all that money on the plates. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and it, it did make sense. Mm. I hate well, to say I had alcohol at my wedding. Well, <laughs> how long did it take? Now, CJ's playing to Vegas. That probably didn't take no more than an hour, or maybe not even that long. But... <laughs> How long did how long did it take? How long did y'all plan your wedding? Like how long did it take? Uh, it took me. It took us a year because um, I kept having to pull her back from these big time um, places where all these people's like, you know, you know, it, it's something about um, outside people that think that, that convince your woman. That you got more money than you really got, so they start helping you plan, spending these hundreds and thousands of dollars, and then then when you come to her and say, "Look, hey, it ain't it ain't like that. You know, we ain't got that kind of money. Why would you even entertain this idea or let these people hype you up to think that that's what we can do? You know, we're not getting married for them. We've been getting married for us, and we fin- we trying to buy us a house. So you know." Well, what do you know what they're going to say if they walk out of where and they're going to know it costs $6,000? I was like, well, I don't care, you know, what they think. You know, I'm not marrying them. And they ain't got to come. If it's too cheap for them, you know, they don't have to come. But it, it was a back and forth swing, and it took a year for us to get to a point where we're even ground, took some counseling, took some a whole bunch of stuff like some reenactment, some writing down on the paper, writing all the numbers out. And letting you know us come on one accord as to what's more important. There's one day which is going to last a couple of hours, and you come and not to dress th- three, four hours afterwards, and we don't spend all this money. We don't spend a hundred thousand dollars, or take that money and buy us a nice house and get it built how we want. 
but Darren, do you think it's better to plan your own wedding or let somebody else plan it? Plan your own. When you when when you like this and you ain't got the traditional um, uh, daughter, I mean wife that has a father that that believes in tradition that he pays for the wedding. And if it's coming out of my pocket, I'm planning my own wedding because I ain't gonna let nobody else spend my money. There it is. Y'all agree with that? Plan your agree. own wedding. I agree. Good words. I want to flip back to something that Ike was saying um, about divorce. What about your divorce? Did you plan to get divorced? Yep, day one. Really? <laughs> you said you planned to get divorced? No, day one I planned it. I did. I planned it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I planned it. I mean, I, 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 I I think we all planned it. I think we all got in and said, okay, well, we're going to get married on this day and we're going to get divorced on that day. Oh, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't plan on getting divorced. I'm just responding to the question. I thought, you know, I'm just responding to the question. No, we you know, hey, Everybody ain't cold like T Hawk, man. <laughs> <laughs> With the California king. <laughs> When I say plan on getting divorced, I planned it like, okay, if you do this, it's automatically divorce. So it wasn't a time or date. It's, it was a condition. If, if this happens, then plan on saving your money and, you know, we we breaking this off. Just know that's going to happen. So if you plan to do this, then this is automatically in the plans as well. So that's how I plan. Now you divorced right there. Well, I'm divorced and remarried. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, that's what I mean. And let me ask it another way: Did you plan out your divorce? You know, did you get? Were you the one looking through the yellow pages and getting the divorce lawyers? You know, making the contacts, looking up, doing the research on divorce. Were you the one that planned out? You know, your divorce. Yeah, I, I did all of that because. Um, you know, because I was in a new city, a new place, and I didn't know the rules. And I thought that I was going to be on the short end of the stick anyway, so I was already looking for my rights. Like, what am I entitled to, and how can I not pay as much as possible? Because she's trying to get as much as possible. My plan, I'm trying to pay as least as possible for these kids. You know, I'm trying to hold, I'm trying to keep all my 401k. She's trying to get half of it. You know, I'm trying to keep my retirement. She's trying to see how much she can get out of that after I retire. You know, so it was like, you know, it, it was. It felt like I was against the world because they was trying to take everything, and I was trying to keep everything. So I had to do a lot of research, and then that's why I, I ultimately got custody of my kids because it was so much research that was done. I was like, if I got to spend all this money, I might as well go ahead and try to get them. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Anybody else do the, you know, when it came to your divorce, did you plan out, were you the one that planned out your divorce, getting a divorce lawyer, you know, calling folks, doing the research, or did your ex do it? Uh, I, I planned I planned mine, and I made my ex-wife uh, do all the legwork. <laughs> okay. Well, traditionally, just so you know, traditionally, the person that files for divorce is the one that is the does the initial planning. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I made her file because she was still in North Carolina and I wasn't, so I made her file. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times it, it, 
it may be one person wants to file and the other person. I mean, have you ever heard anybody being served with divorce papers? Yeah, I got, well, not divorce papers. I got served with a, uh, yeah, 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 I got served. So you got served, so then she did all the research and went down, because you got to pay. You got to pay the file. Yeah. When you did all that and got the attorney, and they got the, the they got everything drawn up, and then by that time you were left in, in limbo. Now, now you got a lawyer up after that. Oh well, it was planned because when when a woman don't have a job in this state, you got to plan. You got to get served with the separation papers first, I think. Yeah, yeah. Got served with those papers first, and then. Um, but I said, okay, if you agree to write off this condition, then I'll go with your lawyer and whatever y'all type up, I'll sign it, and we can just, you know, we ain't gotta go to no yeah. all these extreme yeah. stuff. So when, but yeah. when she did her lawyer and her lawyer said, no, we getting everything. I said, well, this ain't what you said you was gonna do. So that's when I had to get my own lawyer and do my own research. Yeah, I, I yeah. talked to my, my ex-wife, and me and my ex-wife decided not to get lawyers involved, so we signed the paperwork on our own saying that we had been separated for a year, and we split the cost of filing the divorce in North Carolina. Oh, she was cool. Huh? It was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. She, yeah, she she had no choice, man. Well, how long did y'all's divorce take, like, from the from the time where... Either you or your ex decided, okay, you know, divorce is the option. Like, how long start to finish when one of y'all started the process to you actually being officially, you know, signing on the dotted line, divorce, and, and everything is official? How long did all of that process take for y'all? Three years. It took wow. me about four months. Man. Well, if you big, agree with it, then it takes less time. But when you going back and forth, and then you got to start, because your wife was willing, your ex-wife was willing to lie for y'all too. Hey, we ain't slept in a year. We agreed to do this. I don't want this. She don't want that. So let's just sign it. We gonna divide everything down the middle. See, that's easy. Well, what happened was I had agreed after I left, and uh, this is just just a little lesson for y'all youngsters out there. I, I paid her some money. You know, I was paying her a monthly. Uh, you know, just a little monthly, just month, monthly money. You know, I was paying her some money monthly. So I told her, I threatened her, and I said, if you don't uh, file this, file for this divorce, help me get this divorce, and I'm going to cut it off. And so she did everything. She helped me get the divorce, and then I cut everything off anyway. <laughs> hey, hi. Yeah. You know this is recorded, right? That's fine. <laughs> the reason's personal. <laughs> It don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing. I didn't have to pay. It don't mean nothing. It can all I didn't have to pay. We had no kids. I paid out of the kindness of my heart. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So what you going to do? Come oh. at me for palimony? I don't think so. Yeah, well, <laughs> how, how much How much did y'all's divorce cost, like the process, in, in dollars and cents? How, how much did it did it cost you out of pocket? Do you mine. Hmm? Yours what? I... Who, mine? Yeah. Yeah, mine was like 40 bucks. No, but, no, I had to pay for express... Shipping, so about seventy five bucks. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah, mine wow. costs forty five thousand dollars. Ain't no huh? way in the hell. Huh? Forty five thousand. I had a lawyer. Yeah, you yes, got he had a lawyer. Yeah, you got a lawyer. It's a rap. Well, rap. I, uh, Joseph Greenwald and Late. I don't know if y'all ever heard of them. No. Um, but they, 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 them the guys that um, if you, <laughs> you see on TV, them commercials. <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> you, uh, when when somebody hired them, then the other party they they should hire uh, 
Johnny Cochran and them because they are big. <laughs> Well, I went in there with them, and you know, $380 an hour. You know, um, my wife knew the girl. Well, my new wife knew knew one of the ladies, that one of the lawyers, and she cut me a deal for 180 an hour. And I don't know if y'all know how lawyers work, but you got to give them a $5,000 retainer fee. And then they they send you a letter every time they call, make a phone call. They charge half an hour, and they state how long they was on the phone with, who they was on the phone with. And then, and then when that retainer comes out, down once that five thousand is drained, then you got to replenish that account before they move again. So you got to put another five grand in there. And then if they drive, I got divorced in the Plata, so Joseph Greenwald and Lake is in Bethesda, so they charge for mileage, gas, all that came out of that five grand. So uh, and then I had to pay for a kid's lawyer, which was a, a, a guardian at light and GLE. And uh, that's the kid's lawyer. And when you get a divorce up here, you have to have a children's lawyer to make sure that the kids ain't being brainwashed by either of the parents and saying who they want to be with. Dude, you had a celebrity divorce right there. That's what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> How much your divorce cost you, Tony? Like, like well, 75 bucks? Look, look, outside of the property, the property was thirty grand, but the um, it was like 1200 for the lawyer. Wow, man! And look, and it was PG County, and when and, and when she walked into the courtroom, the judge called her by first name. Oh no! The judge called my lawyer, uh, addressed her by first name, so she was a barracuda for twelve hundred. Wow! And, 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 I don't and expect. Every, Thing less from T Ho, man. And, and, and everything went my way. Everything went my way. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's T Ho, man. Yeah, T Ho. Come on now. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. So, to avoid a, a divorce, fellas, what what are some questions that one should ask a potential mate? I mean, what what are the most critical premarital issues that must be resolved before walking down that aisle? What are, are some you questions that must be asked? Go ahead. Are you crazy? <laughs> That's what I asked my second wife. Are you crazy? They don't answer honestly. You know, they ain't gonna get no true answer. They she ain't gonna come back with yeah. I think I am. Right. <laughs> exactly. What kind of question is that? Trust is, me. Is is divorce an option? Mm. Like that. Right. That's a dangerous one there. I'm a distraction. My question was, baby daddies, dude drama, you know, who got your phone number, you know, and I don't want to make sure I want to, I don't want to be coming in the house and somebody knock me upside my head when I'm coming in your door. <laughs> but why I ask that is that, you know, couples rarely, rarely go into great detail about, you know, how their values line up with each other, how many children, if any, when to start having children, which one would be in charge of the finances? Would they go to church? If so, what denomination, et cetera, et cetera? And people are often surprised how much conflict these issues can cause if not worked out beforehand. You know, I've heard people say a lot that, you know, oh, we can just work that out, work it out as we go. And, you know, I heard the old, old saying that, you know, that's like putting gas in your car while you're driving down the road. You know, is, is why not stop? You know, and fuel your your relationship, your marriage in advance. I think um, the question is, 
I think the true question is is what you're not asking her, you know, um, because what, what I didn't ask my wife is how do you raise kids? You know, I, I, I should have asked her a whole the things that I should have asked her is, I think the true question should be, because I should have asked her a whole bunch of stuff, you know. And then I found out, then later I'm like, I didn't know this was part of the deal, you know. And he's like, well, we didn't make no, we didn't have no discussion whether it was or not. I'm like, well, that doesn't mean it's automatically included, you know. What if, what if I say, hey, it's mandatory that I sleep with two women at one time? <laughs> And then, and then, if I since I didn't say that before we were married, that doesn't mean that I should invite another one to come in the room. And I say, hey, that's part of the deal. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can't be making up stuff out of the air. You know, just because you know things in somebody else's situations done change. Mm-hmm. But what are some other things y'all wish you had known before you got married? Do you want to raise other? Well, shoot, we raise other people's kids because I hate raising other people's kids. <laughs> you just said that twice, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it, real. You know, one thing I wish I had known about in advance um, was the five love languages, and I didn't find out about the five love languages until you know the, around the tenth year of my marriage. <laughs> And in the book, and I don't know if y'all know or not, but it's consistently on the New York Times bestseller list, you know, author, Dr. Gary Chapman. Y'all have to Google it. Um, But this, you know, Dr. Chapman discovered that everyone has a primary way they express and receive love, and that way is often different from and unknown to the spouse. And the five love languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. And the book helps couples realize how to better speak each other's language, you know, to lead each both partners to feel more fulfilled in the relationship. And it's a simple concept, but it had an immediate effect in my marriage that continues to last even today. You know, just finding out at year 10, sitting at the kitchen table like, I've been doing this all wrong for 10 years. You know, I've been thinking my wife wanted quality time, which was my love language, and she wanted me to load that dishwasher or clean the basement. You know, so two totally different things. Um, but so I mean, if that was uh, something I could do differently, I wish I had that. You know, going in, or you know, the 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 how to stay married a hundred years. You know, all of these different tools. I wish I had some of those tools. You know, if I could do it all over again. But what would y'all do if you could do it all over again? You know, is, is there anything you would do differently if you could do it all over again? Everybody, wife must be in the room. Oh. <laughs> I talked to them, Darren. <laughs> they got quiet. <laughs> I said, what would you do differently if you could do it all over again, whether it be courting, planning a wedding, you know, what would you do differently? I would have gotten more sex back then. <laughs> <laughs> you still wouldn't know how it turned out, though. Yeah, I just would have just got more, just, just as much as possible. Yeah, but if That's a good do, question, Go ahead. That's a good question, but a difficult question. Okay, why so? I mean, because I would say that I would have waited longer. Yeah. Waited waited for what? To get married? I w- yeah, I would have waited longer. Yeah, yeah. 
Because there's some things that I found out that I would have found out had I waited longer. Right. You know what I'm saying? I would have found out there were some things that <clears throat> that were detrimental that I should have waited to find out. But you know, once you're in, you're in. You got to deal with it at that point. But mm-hmm. T.O., if you if you had waited longer and if you knew what you knew now, is it remotely possible you would have never married her? Like if you had found out some things, you know, before again, you stretched out the the, the court and the dating phase. Is is if you knew what you knew, is it possible that finding out those things before you walk down, or is it possible that you would have never married her? I'm not going to answer that question. Um, but, um, <laughs> that was a trick question. You're not supposed to. Hey, she right there in the room, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, out of respect. I, yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to dig. I'm not going to dig that deep into it. But I'm yeah. just saying. I wish that 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 I had waited. You know, long, and I'm pretty sure she feels the same way. She wants to share with long because you know I think we all need to give it. I mean, we rush huh. into ours. You know what I'm saying? We rush into ours. I mean, so you know. I, I, I couldn't wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm yeah, I'm right there I with. I, I feel like if I would have wait, I should have waited longer, because then when you wait longer, you can you find out more stuff that you might not like and you can have a discussion about it because now you can you know that it's a potential issue. It could be a potential potential issue. So you 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 should wait or well, I should have waited longer because certain things didn't appear until later. And if it would have if I would have waited, it would have appeared eventually and we yes. could have had a conversation about it and then if, yes. if Ways wasn't gonna because they're they're more apt to change in their ways before they get married. They 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 make that change if it, it was if it was con, uh, uh, um, based off of you gonna get married to them or not. Exactly. You know right. they make all those changes, but when you locked in, it's like I ain't got to change and you ain't going nowhere. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's harder once you're in it to you know to be like oops. Yeah. But I mean, so so what exactly makes Happily married couples happily married. What, what, the what, things, what's the ingredients? Go ahead. The things, the things that you can close a blind eye to. The 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 amount of things that you can look the other way. No, say, it's really not that serious. It's really not that serious. But that the one that caused contentment or like like regret or uh, like dysfunctional feelings or you know because. Because if you sit up there and, and just just turn your eye on everything, because I did that in my first marriage, I kind of like, you know, that ain't no big deal. That ain't no big deal. And then 10 years later when I said, well, that's a big deal, it was like, you're not my daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think that the key is to make a decision that you're going to have a good marriage. To make a decision that you're going to separate the issues from the marriage. And you're not going to let the issues have any effect on the love that you have for each other. Yeah. Well, Andrew, is love a feeling, a decision, or an action? It is a decision, a feeling, and an action. Okay. Uh, but but true love is a decision to have an action until the feeling comes. Mm, that's deep. Yeah, he just said something right there. <laughs> he did. <laughs> did you just make that up? 
Yeah, man, that was right off the top of my head. Right off the top man, of my head. Man, write that pretty down. Pretty impressive, brother. That, that is pretty impressive. impressive. Wow. Write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to be in a Hallmark card or something. <laughs> <laughs> sir. But I think that what, he, what, he, what he's getting at, and that's great words, Andrew, is that, you know, a happily married couple, I think they've created a marriage that feels like the safest place on earth. And what I mean by the safest place on earth is emotionally safe. Yeah, that's me and my wife right there. Huh. We good. I think that's that's really the key, uh, Rodney, when you when you can create that that protected zone, okay, that both of you know that you know that both of you are gonna protect it. You know, and until you make a decision, you know, that you're not going anywhere, that divorce is off the table, all right, you know, that, that's why it's so destructive to, to let words out of your mouth in a, you know, in a heated situation that you regret later because it, it puts cracks in a foundation where, where your spouse starts, starts to think, well, if they get this mad, maybe they'll leave. Well, I don't think jump into an argument uh, intentionally pissing people off. I think that, you know, when when you have an argument or when a husband and a wife have an argument, and this is what I ask my wife to do, uh, we I end all of our arguments by letting her know that, you know, I am the head, and since I am in this position, then God charges me. Now, I'm not – I consider what you're saying – but this is this this decision that's made could be detrimental to our family. So you really gotta you got you gotta feel me on this and not get insulted or or upset when I make this decision. That's not necessarily what you want me to do because at the end of the day, God's looking at me and and he he's not gonna charge you even though if I follow you then you're gonna say well hey you know you shouldn't you should you should have did it your way. You know, or at the end, you know, God is looking at me. He's not going to say anything to you. So so that's how I kind of end our deep conversations. And I mean, if I was in a club and I was on drugs and I was doing all these things that, that's ungodly, then I can see your point for why you won't follow me into this. But since I'm making this godly decision or I'm a godly man and God is going to, you know, bless whatever I decide to do because I've, I've, I've chased after him, He's gonna look after us as a family, so just be cool. Yeah, but, but, but you you say that. Oh, go ahead, Ed. No, I just said, how's that working for you? Oh, it works great. I mean, she she's um she's an awesome woman because it's been too many times where it I was actually right, and it wasn't me that was right. It was you know God in me that was right, and it drove the family to a better place. And I said, well, you see what I t- I told you. You know, God is gonna, you know, gonna bless us because I'm chasing Him, and I mean, you know, yeah. In the world, but I have found that a lot of women don't want you to tell them that you have to submit to me. Well, the truth is the truth. You know, if I'm going to love, this is the truth. I'm just saying. But they don't mean they're going. Women don't want to hear their husbands say, "You got to do this. I'm the head, and you have to submit." No, I don't say it like that. I mean, it's the way you say it without saying it. Oh, okay, okay. Because what I was well, I was, never used, I never used. You told her I'm the head. You got to submit to what I'm telling you. 
No, no, I tell her I'm the head and God charges me. So if something goes wrong in this situation and we're running after emotion, vice, you know, logic, and we're running after your feelings, vice, what God would like really for us to do, then we're going to end up in trouble. And then I'm going to be the one that he gets, not you. So, you know, just I, I just take the heat off of her so she can stop sweating so much. Oh, you know, but in real, but in Swahili, I'm thinking, look, just submit to me. But <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. But you were talking about, you know, you were talking about, you know, you wanted to, you know, drive the family to the right place. And um, P Town, you out there? P Town. I'm here. I'm here. I had no mute. Sorry. Oh, okay. No, you're good. Now, now you and your wife were over at my house um, this weekend working side by side, right? That's right. And what were y'all doing at my house? We were cutting grass. Cutting grass. That's right. Working. I need to pay you, too. You sent me an invoice. I need to pay you. Um, I'm out of drugs, right, P-Town? Huh? I didn't hear you. I said, you got my address, right? Yeah. You can cu- come cut the lawn? Yeah, I, can, I can't do it this weekend because I was told I'm not cutting any grass this weekend. I was going out of town. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> but if you need me there, I'm there. Hey, I, t- I had to send my wife out today to cut a man's yard. He His wife was getting on him about his yard. So I said, baby, we got to find somebody to cut the grass because his wife getting on it. And next thing you know, she says, I got it in the car. I got it. Yeah, and I saw her. I saw her cutting the grass and your son um, out yeah. there handling yeah. it. And, um, That's well, a problem. P-Town, <laughs> when you were planning your wedding, mm-hmm. when you were planning your wedding, did you ever plan on or envision you and your wife working side by side? Was no. that in the plans? The, the dream was always just me running my own business. Mm-hmm. But the... the it, it never in my life until this year I would imagine that my wife would be running her business along with me and we running it together side by side. Never in my life would I ever imagine that. So that wasn't in your plans? It was not in my plans. Mm-hmm. One, th- one thing about Peter, I, um, the last debate that my wife and I had, she was like, well, you're always talking about not spending money. You're always talking about saving and and then if I want to do something like this then you would you would say you would have to question me a thousand times of am I sure I need this is this a want or is it need and da 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 but you just made the decision to allow uh, an, another person to cut our lawn and and it was P town so she said mm-hmm. like, well why would you why would why won't you just get a lawnmower and cut your own grass. You know, you tell me that, you know, won't you get this, this shampoo and, and do your own hair? Why can't you, you know, do yourself a service and cut your own grass? I said, first of all, this is a brother that we're helping. And he's helping me because I spend more time with you when he's out there in the yard. Right. And, That's why and, he was out in my yard. Because <laughs> I just ain't got time. Right. And I, don't, I said, you know, we spend more time together. Have you noticed that? She's like, oh, yeah. So she's like, you know, tell P-Town to cut it every weekend. I said, okay, cool. So so I kind of let her know that these decisions are are, are, are better in the family because if I got to spend a certain amount of money that's not unreasonable, spend more time with you because 
my time with her is more valuable than what I give P-Town. Not not to short him. It's more valuable to me because me and her wouldn't be able to do what we do if I had to cut grass because that heel ain't no joke. And then oh, I got, that heel ain't no joke. Yeah, yeah I got a heel too that ain't no joke. <laughs> so, <laughs> then I got to take a shower and get dressed, and by the time I'm I'm sweaty and I'm tired and I don't want to I don't want to go nowhere after we finish. But then I say, you know, now we can get to go fishing while he out there cutting the grass. Mm-hmm. And then we can pay him later. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can get him on PayPal. Right. Hit me on PayPal. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, I handle. And that's why how, how we handle arguments because I bring it back to let her know that it's to edify the relationship and not to you know not for a selfish need or selfish want. Mm, that's good. That's so good. my wife just get the grass cut. She don't care if I pay P Town or anybody. But after <laughs> she talked to P Town wife day, she was like, "Oh, I like P Town wife." So you know now. You think, you know, yeah, she real cool. I like her, so, you know, I don't know. Talking, <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Now, you know, I got to put a stop to that, so. Yeah. <laughs> you ready to be trouble? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. so I don't need P-Town White Man. Like, you know, your husband is crazy on that call. He be cutting up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, P-Town's wife is a great, great lady. and um, Oh, but, yeah, oh, without a doubt. Yeah, but P-Town also said over the course of, uh, you know, these uh, discussions that, you know, at some point, you know, during the, how long y'all been married, P-Town? It'll be 15 years, June 13th, 20 years together. Oh. Yeah, that, that's great. Thank God for that. But over the course of your 15-year marriage, brother, um, do you rem- has there ever been a time, I think you talked about it, where you and your wife were roommates instead of teammates? Is that oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you working mm-hmm. side by side. We were roommates. I mean, she was upstairs. I was down. She was tired. She would come in stressing her job. I come in stressing my job. My job would be the phone would ring all night because I, I ran, you know, call centers and production centers. And it would drive both of us crazy because we had a lot of stress. Um, now we set our own schedules. We 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 do our own thing, and uh, the only stress is is now that we, if we want to do something together, we just gotta make sure everything else is done. So, right that that stress has now calmed down to no arguments. We we barely argue. Mm, that's great. Only argument we have is all right. You talking to me as an employee and not as your wife. <laughs> 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 Good I might words. slip up every once in a while. <laughs> Good words, but I'm glad y'all are back, you know, to teammates, and uh, y'all were working side by side as teammates in my yard and uh, working as a teammate, you know, just, uh, you know, just, just making sure that, you know, that man, now I won't say the man's name, but his initials are Ike, um, making sure his grass was cut. Uh, Oh, today. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I, well, don't worry about it. I'm still trying to plan Dale, uh, Darren's yard because I know his need to be cut. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I like clockwork. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we have to remember that the only possible outcome in our marriages is that we either win together or we lose together. You know, we and we have to find ways to be a team and make decisions, you know, in a win-win way where, you know, win is like a compromise, not necessarily in one person losing you know, in a certain way. Um, 
But I wish it is, I wish Simon was on here, um, you know, because he's getting married in September. Simon, you out there? Yes, no, no. He's getting married um, in September. But this is this stuff is right up his alley. Um, but going back to divorce a little bit, um, there's nothing wrong with a starter job or a starter home. But is there anything wrong with a starter marriage? Some of y'all have been divorced, and you know that was kind of, you know, on May twenty first, two thousand thirteen. Y'all are, y'all are, you know, the marriage is good. But you look back, looking back on the previous marriage or marriages, um, is there anything wrong with a starter marriage? You know, kind of like a starter job or a starter home. You know, I don't think there is. I think you should always get that first divorce out the way, and <laughs> when you really find your stride after the first one, you know you gonna not get the first one out of the way, and then you gonna be happy. But you know, I know everybody. Yeah, I, I had to get two of them out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, the first we had to get away out the way. The second one might have been you. So you know, hey, you know. hey, both of them with me. Trust me. Oh, well, see, there you go, then. So, you know, you just have to go, you know, get that right. You ain't waste too much time, though. You ain't waste the lady's time too much. <laughs> so what? I thought I think a start of marriage is almost, I'm not saying that it's almost necessary, but I think people shouldn't get married at an early age until they really, really know uh, God. Because, you know, when you don't have a, a home base or a home plate, you only rolling off of, what my mom and daddy taught me. And that doesn't work when my mom and daddy taught me something else. You know, or my mom and, my mama did this to my daddy. Well my 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 mama didn't do that to my daddy, so you can't do that to me. Well no, my, my mama spent all the money she want. Well, you know, that ain't how I rolled in my household. So now you you're that this starter marriage is based off you bringing all of your cultures into this one house under this one roof. And I'm taking all of my cultures without any kind of ground base. And so that's when you have your biggest conflicts, your biggest problems. How are we going to raise kids? Because my mom raised me where if you don't want the food, you throw it away. And my mom raised me on this end. She raised me to eat up everything off your plate or put, eat up everything that you put on your plate and don't throw nothing away. So what do we do when our kids got a plate full of food and they're full, but they ask for all of it? You know, my wife my wife almost passed out uh, about two weeks ago when my daughter, 15 years old, she threw a um uh, uh she uh, she asked for a ham uh, ham cheeseburger happy meal. She ate all the fries, drunk all the drink, threw the happy meal in there, and took the toy out and threw the burger, full burger, one bite into the um the the trash can outside. So I when we came inside, I was like, uh, where your hamburger at? She said, Oh, I threw it away. I didn't want it. I said, Where do you put it at? She said, Outside. I said, Go out there and get it. <laughs> she said, well, well, you're not going to make me eat that, are you? I said, Well, you shouldn't have thrown it away. That's three dollars, four dollars right there. You shouldn't have thrown it away. And I said, You're lucky it's on top because <laughs> right. you get it. So and so my wife was like, You know, wait a minute now. You 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 gonna really make her eat that? I said, yeah. She threw it away. Yeah, that was her. She asked for it. She gonna eat it. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so that's something that she probably didn't know about me. Now, I think if me and her was to have any kids together, or had, you know, if I would have been raising kids when with her with her kids, I don't think she would have allowed that to fly because she would be, probably think that 
I would be mean out that was just being mean and wouldn't support me having her kids go in the dumpster and get their trash out and get their food out of there. Mm. And hey, wait a minute now. You made the kid, the, the kid eat the sandwich. Man, she lucky it was wrapped up still. So how did that, I mean, so what did the wife well, say? I, well, again, these, these are my kids from a previous marriage, so she wasn't really tripping, but I believe if it was one of, if it was one of her kids that we, you know, that I was raising, they're, her kids are grown now. But if they was one of, them, I think that she would thought that I would, I would just be mean or uh, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do as a father, or that wouldn't be the right move. But since it was my kids, she was like, "Dang, if he's making his own kids do that, then you know it ain't no lines in here." Yeah, so I've had to run in. I ran into that with my wife and and daughter. Um, she was 13 when we got married, and um, because I did things different than than my wife, we ran into those kind of issues, right. you know. And there were times that, you know, she jumped in as as Mama Bear trying to protect, you know, her cub, right. And 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 I mean, those are real issues, you know, that that have to be settled. But I really think the the issue here is. Um, I think you need to have a starter marriage, and the starter marriage needs to be premarital counseling, okay, instead of getting married and having to go through a divorce. Learn the things through through counseling, through you know, so you understand what to expect. Because if not, you're going to go in, and, I mean, people learn how to be married by watching the people around them married, and unfortunately that's, that's a lot of time a bad example. That's right. Okay, and they come in thinking, well, this is what it should be. That's what it should be. I mean, we we had a couple where we were counseling tonight, literally, you know, and that's the situation. And and you know, she's raised a certain way, he's raised a certain way, and that's I mean, that's just what it is. So you got to get this stuff up front before you say I do. It's better to find out beforehand than to find out, you know, eight years later and three kids. That's right. Yeah, I'm glad me and my second wife we got counseling. We went to a, through a lot of counseling before we got married, almost a year's worth of just counseling. That's good. That's it, man. I'm telling you, my, my, my third marriage, I went to counseling. Okay, my, now that would sound crazy. I was 40-some years old, but I said, look, I've done it twice my way. Now I'm going to do, do it different. I'm going to do it, you know, and, and learn what God has to say. And it, it was a great thing that we went and sat down, 40-some years old, Learning, you know, what God has to say about marriage. You know, learning the things that, you know, that we need to know. And it, it's just so eye-opening because people, like I said, they're quote-unquote in love. They don't see those things. But you sit down and you start going over what real marriage is and what real love is. I mean, we had a couple on the couch. That, I mean, she was as far to the right, he was as far to the left as they could be tonight. And they ain't married yet. You know what I mean, and and I mean now how do you you know how do you handle you know how how do you you know how do you handle fights and arguments you know how do you fight fair how do you get into you know uh, challenges so you don't hurt the the relationship submit submit that's how you handle it but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we I mean we always talk about baggage um, you know on here. <laughs> that both both men and women bring into a marriage. But, you know, what about our values? You know, kind of y'all talking about, you know, food, 
eating, you know, eating the food, throwing away the food, or, you know, our goals, or the countless other things that make us who we are as an individual. I mean, how many of those things are ever discussed, you know, prior to walking down the aisle? Hardly ever, man. Right. Right. Hardly ever. And we find out that Darren is sending his child to the the trash can to get a cheeseburger out, and the wife is like, wow, (laughs) really? You know. And she can't. She couldn't eat nothing else until all that was gone. So she ate, and she, you know, she took little bites, and she thought I was gonna. She was crying, and I was like, okay, well, breakfast time is in a couple of, you know, I mean, dinner time is in a couple of hours. You can finish it off in dinner time. I mean, the less and less you think about where it's been, the easier it's going to go down. And I guarantee you won't throw another hamburger away. So when you when you when you instill that kind of thing, I believe. This is not. This is just my belief because this is how my mom raised me. Not saying it was right or wrong, but uh, but I made you know don't throw away anything, you know, because everything costs money. And as hard as times are here, now if you bought it, then you do it. You want you do what you want to do with it. Yeah, I always had a problem with my kids asking for something. You give it to them, you make it for them, they they want to throw it out. That's not gonna happen. Right. Okay. Now it's it's different if you know you didn't ask for it and somebody put something on your plate. But if you ask for something and 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 I made it for you, you're gonna eat it. Oh yeah. Okay. Now if I know you don't like something, I make it and force you to eat. That's a different ball game. I'm yeah. not gonna do that. But you know. But I mean, if you say, hey, I, I want a hamburger, I want a hot dog, I want some pizza, and I go out and buy it, and you take a bite and throw it in the trash, that doesn't work for me. That's right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I agree. They, they may think that's that's cruel, but that's not going to work for me. Right. You, know, you can talk to any of my kids, that would never work. Nope. Yeah, and going back to the, the individual piece, um, you know, at the altar, are we supposed to trade in who we are as an individual to become a, a quote-unquote married person? No. Is that a true statement? No? No. I, yeah, I think it is. Right. I, I, I True statement. Agreement. Go ahead. Go ahead. Why is it true, Darren? I believe it's the true statement because I, I couldn't do a lot of the things I was doing before I got married. You know, I couldn't. Uh, I mean, you, you kind of don't want to, but you shouldn't do it. Also, you know, um, I was out there shopping around on the internet for women, going to clubs with my own boy. You know, uh, you know, just going to doing different things, hanging out all night. You know. Uh, just doing things that that I mean I believe I was a, I was a strong believer you know if I can club all night Saturday I can you know go to church Sunday morning and then when the first night I tried that with my wife she was like where are you going I was like you know we, we you know what we do you know we always talking about me and my man Malcolm hey we going here we going there or you know my other my, own, my other homeboy you know and she's like well we're married I say we well, we've been living together like for three months now and we just got married like. Two weeks ago, and you know I ain't been out with them in a long time. And she said, "Well, you ain't well, you ain't telling me where you going." I was like, "I'm a grown man. I don't have to tell you where I'm going." This was in the beginning, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you learned quickly. Yeah, I, I just I just oh, automatically for granted that I could I could do what I was doing, but because she never said nothing when we was dating, and now all of a sudden it's a problem. She said, "Well, you know, I thought you knew." That once you got married, that you can't just go. I mean, it's okay if you go tonight. I'm like, wait, you you <laughs> you give me permission to leave? What's up with this? You know. But I had to take it in account, and I was like, wait a minute. You know, I wouldn't want her to do that to me. So, 
let me let me get the get the kitchen pass and you know go ahead and ask her first before I just roll over here, do this, or play dominoes over there. Right. Two words. Go ahead, Ike. Oh no, yeah, he's right. Yeah, yeah, I got to get the kitchen pass the whole nine. Yeah, I yeah. think that you know when it comes to individual individuality, you know we have to find a balance. Um, you know, marriage is designed with room for individuality. Right, and sometimes my wife like it when I just put my foot down and be like, "Yo, I'll be back when I'll be back." But you know, it's like a fine balance <laughs> between pleasure and chaos that I have between. Mm-hmm. Now, see, to me, to me, that's disrespectful. Okay. I would never just say I'll be back when I'll be back. I'm not telling you where I'm going uh, because I'd be concerned. If my wife, you know, she can go where she wants to go as long as she wants to go. Let me know where you are. Let me know when you go, when you expect to be back okay? well, my- because I don't want to be worried. Why aren't you here? You're supposed to be here. It's 9 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock, whatever it is. But my you know, wife... But my wife gets in that crazy mood sometimes, and uh, you know they move. You know how they moves are. Sometimes she's like, "Well, you know, you don't have to tell me everything. You know, you know, I'm not your mother. You know, I, I pretty much figure out at this time on this date you got somewhere. You know, I know you usually where you at, so you know you ain't got to tell me that. Okay. Well, you know. I, I, so if I was going out to hang out with, with Rodney, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm going out to hang with Rodney. I'm, I'm going to play golf and and and." Right. You know, Tony's check or something like that. She would right. You know, if I was going to go look at hand cream with Rodney, then you know, and that's every <laughs> other Thursday. Wife do that. So you know, sometimes uh, when you know, that Thursday roll around, you know, that every other Thursday roll around, you know, I'd be like, yo, I'm going with Rodney go look at hand cream or whatever, and bow ties. You know, she'd be like, you ain't got to tell me that. I pretty much I, know. You know, she, my wife would know it would take me four hours to go to play around a golf and take Tony's check. Right, you know, and she would understand that, and it would just be. Now, if you late later than usual, then yeah, you need to check in. Right. But <laughs> yeah. well, speaking of individuality, um, that must mean he's not on the call. No, he's there. Because um, <laughs> I talked about taking his check. But <laughs> well, speaking of individuality, are there people that are genuinely content with being single? Yes. Oh hell yeah! Could that be you? No. Oh, it ain't me. Why not? I'm the Marion type. <laughs> no, I, yeah, yeah, I'm cool, <laughs> I man. Didn't, I, you know, I didn't enjoy, you know, you know, just chasing all the time and always doing that kind of thing. And, and, and I'm not I'm not the single and celibate type, so I'd be out there fighting the Holy Spirit all the time. <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. I didn't like, so you have some great hits and you also have some great misses when you're single, so. I know single life. I know, you know, the newness. I know that's great, but, uh, you know, it's, it's the older you get, it's, you know, you need to. It's old. You know, the the misses really take a lot out of, you know, when she, the chick really is crazy, you know, and <laughs> you got to deal with that. You know, you know, done something stupid, you know. You don't feel like dealing with all that. One, like that area's chick. One, one thing I, uh, I found out today that I didn't know. You know, my wife go with me every time we talk about the book, and we, uh, you know, we 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 get people to sell. we go to to Strayer and with the the school I'm a part of the alumni with, and she goes with me, and we in a class full of mostly females are taking these classes, and I don't we get a lot of sales, but today I went by myself, and I had my my band on, and and it was a classroom full of like nice looking females and dude i had sold more books 
that I ever sold just by myself in a classroom full of females. And I was like, and, and I asked my wife, well, why is that? You know, she said, well, look at all that money you got. What are you, what are you, what, what was you doing? I said, you know, I wasn't selling drugs in the middle of the day. So she was, <laughs> well, well, I know you didn't sell that many books. I said, yeah, I, I really did. And it was like only 20 females in the class. And females was walking up buying like four and five books. And, and I'm like, I don't know why that is. And she said, well, with females, uh, a married man is more attractive than a single man because no, it's, it's to them it appears that nobody wants you because something wrong with you when you're single. But when you're married, you're way more attractive because it's nothing attached. I mean, there's something attached to you, so you won't be a bugaboo to them. I said, what kind of logic, sick logic is that? Well, that's and the truth, just, man. Man, you ain't know that. Man, my one. Well, that makes it. That makes it more. You see why that that could make it more um, challenging for married men because it's just like I mean, you got all these these cuties and and they you buy three books, I'm about four books, and it was like what? It was a competition in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, absolutely, man. You ain't know the wedding ring makes brings more of them on, man. You know, I didn't know it like that. You know, that was a myth. I always heard it. Not a myth. I, that don't no. happen to me because I guess my wife was always with me. You know, you get your little looks, but I didn't get that much attention like I got today. And I was like, man, I'm on cloud twelve. No, and and <laughs> see, I got a picture of my wife because see, I supervise nothing but women, so I got a picture of my wife up. And, you know, and so now they see my wife, and they see my wife is attractive. So it's really, it's really game on. <laughs> it, they, they don't, it, they don't. It's not, it's not like, it's not like what you're thinking, man. It's not like they're gonna look and be like, oh, okay. Well, you know, he's married, you know. So you know, nah. No, opposite. I thought that would be. A, I thought that oh, would be. Your, a, your stock goes up even higher. You ain't Tyrone, man. <laughs> Dude with a nice family, a nice house. Oh no, you're not Tyrone. Yeah, I just, I never, I never, I always heard it, but I never saw it until until that day. Oh yeah, yeah. you tell your wife stay at home all the time. Fighting amongst women, man. They, they, I mean, they'd be like, uh huh, you ain't gonna be happy. I'm gonna take your man. I can get. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's all about if they can get you. It ain't you they feeling. It's it's the competition. Right. Oh, they start you. off with a flex. They start off with that flex. Yeah, please believe if your ass, I'm sorry, if your behind was single, they would please believe. They would be paying you the time. But they can prove, uh huh, you thought you had it, girl. I could, I could still pull your man. Yeah, but that's what I want to, I want to flip it and, um, you know, ask the same question. Um, do y'all think that a woman can be content with herself without a husband and a family? She ain't got no 13 to 1 in Maryland, right? <laughs> I mean, literally, women. You know, no, because she, women, women always thinking about their ticking time clock. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really think that most women that, that, that pull that game, all right, are, are women that have been hurt, that have decided I'm hurt, uh, and I don't need no, no, no man to do this. And they walk around all twisted up and need somebody to clean those damn pipes out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, most women that say, you know, I, you know, Jesus is my husband and all that stuff. Oh, <laughs> Lord, yes. I'm so damn mad because some dude walked out for some cute little honey or whatever the, the deal happened to be. I don't think most women that, that say that are, are really being true to themselves. 
Yeah, and that and speaking of being true to themselves, that goes back to the title of my number one book. It's the no, number one bestseller. <laughs> oh, and lie to themselves. Because women lie. They don't know what they want. They'll tell you, I'm happy that I'm not married. I don't have any kids, and I'm 33 years old, and I've you know, i never uh, married. That's a lie. That's a lie. I'm happy. And that's the biggest lie. If you believe that, they lying. They lying, and they try to convince you that they, they believe it. Right. Yeah, but could, you know, we're talking about single women, and could the obsessive planning of a future wedding for some women who have the non-existent groom, could that be why so many women are single today? Dude, I got to tell you about I got to tell you about this chick. Go ahead. I <laughs> This chick was so twisted. All right, this was in an old church riding. And and for some reason now, I didn't know. Now now, you know, my wife was, you know, when she was my girlfriend at the time, she kept saying this girl likes you. This girl likes you. I'm like, no, you don't. You know, I mean, I, you know, I was nice to her, but I didn't think it was anything like that. You know, and and this chick was like like crazy, and 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 this chick not only did she have, she had bought the wedding dress, okay, not not for me, but she had bought the wedding dress, and she had a place sitting at the table set up for her future husband. Hmm. What? Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I think he that beats your story, Ike. I think dress. that beats your story, Ike. <laughs> had a place set at her table. Had a place set at the table for her future husband. See, that's the, see, that's the one you ask, are you crazy? Because she's showing you right. And right. you want to hear something crazy, okay? Because Glenn and I, you know, we were, we were just dating and... and 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 she got pissed off and 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 I didn't know that she would smile at me and, and, and Glenn would say you know such and such something wrong with her and I said, what are you talking about she said, she always gritting on me what are you talking about I mean she speaks to me as I you know I didn't notice you know I'm dumb as a lug I don't know I don't care you know I'm not thinking about her like that you know and uh, and Glenn said no nah, no nah. so so Glenn went up to her one day and said um, have I offended you in some kind of way. And she said, yes, you have. Oh. What, what? What have I done? She said, I have been single and celibate for seven years, waiting on my husband. And you <laughs> come in here with your floozy little self and taking my man. <laughs> oh. Oh. Did it go right down to the church or did you have to jump in and hey. grab her? No, no, we were in the church. It didn't go down. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe. Glenn told me. I said, "Wow, I couldn't believe it." Was it my age? I have been single and celibate for seven years, waiting on my man, and you come in here with your floozy little seven. Take him. Sound like my ex-wife, man. <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> I mean, but, man, I mean, it's crazy chicks out there, man. But but wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it so crazy that women who are ready to be married and start families? entertain themselves by planning a wedding in their heads. You know, something that they can control and they might and enjoy it. Dress. She bought the dress and had the place setting. Ain't that some crazy stuff? Yeah, but I knew this because because Glenn, you know, my my, my future daughter, you know, um stepdaughter was friends with, with the girl's son and he said, Oh yeah, mama got the, the place setting already waiting for her husband. 
I mean, you know, you got some teachings that's going on in the church that... That was what the whole twisted nonsense was about. Okay, okay. All right. Okay, name it and claim it. Yep. That's what she was doing. She went out and bought the dress and set up the table. And she had name, you and claim you. Bagged you and tagged you. (laughs) Had his his name tag in front of that place setting. But, 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 I mean, on the real, fellas, uh, one woman I know, she said that, you know, she was looking for a wedding, you know, spot two months from the wedding, two months out. And do you know that every place said that she should have made reservations a year ago? You got that right. Why would she wait that that, that close? Right. You know, so uh, a year out, you know, she was like, hey, we're just two months out. So, you know, but literally they were laughing, you know, the you know, her and her sister were laughing, but the wedding vendors, they were like, no, we're serious. You should have planned this a year ago. Got you know? that right. Two months. You, you must be lost your mind. Unless you can get married in January. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. When, no, when it's cold and icy. Um, but I know another lady that, that kept a working file of her wedding stuff, photos of dresses, flower arrangements, even before she had a steady boyfriend. And her name... Uh, was Kate Owens, and this story is actually pulled from a New York Times article from this year, and it was called Married to the Plan, Still Looking for a Possible Groom uh, by Allison Kruger. But I'll read a segment of it. Um, bear with me. Indulge me, fellas. Uh, Kate Owens, a 34-year-old project manager, had planned her wedding for more than a decade before marrying last June. She began planning in her 20s as a single woman with no boyfriend and no prospects. She watched as her friends were getting engaged and sending photos of dresses and rings. She didn't know if she would ever meet someone and settle down. Still, she printed pictures of hairstyles, flower arrangements, ring settings, etc. that she found online. She looked up locations and found a wedding planner who actually agreed to speak to her even though she didn't even have a ring. And she almost... And, and she said that almost every detail became a reality from the bridesmaids' dresses to the outdoor wedding. She said the big joke at our wedding was that I had booked the band nine years in advance. I had gone up to them one night at a bar in 2003 and said, hey, I love you guys. I don't have a groom yet, but when I find one, will you play at my wedding? The band said yes and honored the woman's commitment. Now, Kate is hardly the only woman or man, although wedding experts say it's usually the woman, searching the Internet tonight to plan a non-existent wedding. And WeddingBee is a website that sponsors forums for users to discuss all types of wedding topics. They reported last year that almost 15,000 of their members were not yet engaged. And finally, the Knot.com, a prospective bride, can get a checklist a planner, and a budget tool so that they can start playing around with the numbers for this thing. So That's crazy. But Actually, I don't see nothing crazy with that. Talk about it. That's, that's, I was waiting for the brother. He's a rock. Go ahead, Rock. I, I, I don't see nothing crazy about it, and, I, and, I, and make it really simple, um, because it's all about perspective. It's about what you have prioritized in your life. And girls, and I'll say girls, even though they become women, but girls are playing with dolls, playing house, right? when they're old enough to even touch and grab anything, right? 
they they're so they're they're already on the the family tip, the marriage tip, and they're playing that stuff out. I know from my own daughter, who have been looking at wedding gowns for years, um, and planning in their head how their wedding would be. And I, you know, I got three sisters and two daughters, uh, and and I know how you know this is just this is the natural course of uh, their thinking. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because on the flip side of that, I would think any responsible man, and I'm going to stress the word responsible, does the same thing when we're looking at cars, boats, houses, or toys that we want, and we're planning things, out, or at least, play, again, this is what I'm saying, responsible. We're planning out how we want that, what boat we want, what kind, what car we want. And what we can't TV we want, want, what TV we want. TV, we can't just run, most of us, again, being responsible, Probably nobody else. We not most of us are not driving the cars we really want to drive. We're driving the cars that we can afford. Mm-hmm. But that's and not involved somebody out. else though. You you you're talking about somebody that's involved in somebody else's somebody else's life. And what we said earlier on the call, yeah, I mean, girls are geared to, to think like that, but you know, when you come in the door and I'm just a guy off the street just trying to get to know someone and, 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 and then when she come out with, you know, with all that enthusiasm because she's been planning for so long, it ain't going to be not five minutes before she come out the gate talking about, okay, when we get married, you know, because I've been planning this thing for 20 years. No, wait a minute. <laughs> but well, but most of them are planning it before then because they got, they got Ken and Barbie get married, you know, in the Barbie cup. Right. But Darren, but Darren. And, and, and I got G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip throwing, throwing grenades at Barbie. <laughs> but by being obsessed with a dream wedding, can that give women hope that they're going to find their dream guy? That can, that's all. I mean, you can keep hope alive. You know, you can <laughs> on them. <laughs> he said keep hope alive. <laughs> yeah, you, you, but, but when you, you got to be real careful when a man come in your life and you know when when he when he started observing you, like if I would have walked in my wife's room and 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 I say, you know, this is your dining room. It's real nice. Why is it only two plates in here and two glasses and and you know and you eating on this end is is oh that's for my future husband. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, that's almost like that hand around the cradle chick or you know, um, what's that other one that came out? Fatal Attraction. Yeah, Julia. Mm-hmm. Hey. But why? Why does she have to be possessed? Because uh, she's believing in something. Well, not this, not the fact that she's believing in something in her heart. I just don't. Because sure, that's an outworking of her belief. Okay, but when you when when I see it though, and I'm the one that's on the chopping block, I'm like, wait, I don't even know if I like you yet. You know, you got a plate set for, and then you start talking crazy, and and then, well, then the plate ain't for you though. But when I'm, I'm coming in the house and she ain't dating nobody. I mean, then I'm going to be off a paper plate because that plate ain't for you. <laughs> That's so what, so what Rodney's saying. Listen, Rodney's saying that a woman planning a wedding before she even gets engaged is just practical. That's right. Did you plan I mean, a wedding she, get married? I surely did. Oh, okay. I just want <laughs> but I mean, what I'm talking about is that a woman can explore all the options, just like the brother said, with a car or a TV. I know I just bought a TV. Um, and I explored, you know, I, I did a lot of research before I got the TV. But well, why are you not shocked about that? <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, let me, let me, 
my my mom my mom doing exact did exactly what y'all are talking about, okay. and the the very next man, good or bad, that came in her life, she already had him pent down, and and then and they got married what a year and a half ago, and they getting a divorce like next week. So uh, oh, that was my prayer support. I forgot to put that out there, but. <laughs> Just got divorced. They get they get a divorce because she didn't know him and he didn't know her. But her mind in her mind, she was like, "I never had a wedding. I, I always wanted to get married. This is how I always wanted." And soon as that man came in, she was so zoomed and locked up on what she was planning that she forgot the research to do. Right, but you but can't, you can't, you can't, you can't lump that up, into one bowl though. How many guys grew up because of their wedding? Because a woman desires, she's not going to be able to uh, that that every guy. She's just going to take every guy that comes into her life. I, I don't. I don't necessarily buy that one. No, I'm just talking about her talk, her I, conversation, I get it. especially yeah. if she need she needs to be sexed, or if you like, as we said, somebody said earlier, if she need her pipes clean. If she got all that stuff on her mind, and then she's been sitting at this this looking across at the table at this empty seat, at this empty plate, at this empty glass. And then a man step in, it's gonna be like that dude. Hey, you trying to take my man from me? Wait, we friends, we boys. Y'all sleeping together? You know, we all that old crying the crazy stuff. You know, you got you got potential. In my opinion, I'm just I, maybe maybe she's supposed to be like that. But I, I just I would think that she's crazy if she started inviting conversations about marriage on the first week that we talked. <laughs> but here's the deal: women women grow up thinking about that. You know, thinking about their wedding day and their gown. I mean, how many of us guys actually think about our wedding day as a kid? Never. 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 I mean, it's not I even wouldn't. a thought process. But that's what a woman starts to think. They start to think, oh, when I get married, I'm going to have this and I'm going to have that. How many of you guys actually sat down with your boys and said, you know, when I get married, my tux is going to look like this and my cassage is going to look like that? How many dudes think like that? I'm no. not talking about I mean, like real men, not like, you know, taking it, you know, with the grease. I'm talking about real men. None. Sure. They think does that make it wrong because men didn't think about it? I'm just saying it don't make it wrong, but it, it's the bottom line. The bottom line is men don't grow up thinking about the wedding day. I get okay. it. The question he is about the thinking about it. You know, I'm going I'm to I'm have a whole bunch of women I'll be knocking off. <laughs> We think about the bridesmaids and the honeymoon. Nah. <laughs> Not the bridesmaids. <laughs> hey, that's a good place to score, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's man. That's a good place. The women, the, 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 the bridesmaids are desperate. Just so I'm clear, the consensus on the phone is that women are crazy if they're contemplating their marriage years in advance. Because I'm talking about a woman that, again, exploring all of her options, 
And by the time she gets engaged, she already has a solid idea about what she wants, especially if she's a real picky person like most women anyway, but they want to get every detail perfect. I mean, well, if she that picky, I don't know man I want to be with her. <laughs> well, y'all, y'all nine, I nine agree years. that the, mar- the wedding doesn't matter, matter much to us at all. Okay, nine years out, you're talking about a band, you already got your clothes aligned. That means you don't even care what the dude thinks. You don't even probably care what he looked like. You don't even probably care if he got a job or not. You're not caring it. What if the dude don't like the band you picked nine years ago? That's right. I mean, what if he I'm got saying, his own band? Does our input even matter? So what are y'all saying? Does our input matter or does it not matter? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because what I heard, too, also from the guy's perspective, I was just sitting there listening, the guys don't care about the wedding. So why are you nitpicking about the band because you picked it nine years earlier? What, what you, sound like you really care? My law with my wife was the, the cost. $8,000 was the cost. Whatever the hell happened in that $8,000, that's on you. <laughs> get it in an eight. Yeah, and you can't get no credit to get more than that. Yeah, and speaking of eight, I want to go back to Kate. Kate plus eight, Kate Owens. And the guy that married Kate, his name was Sean, and he said this, and I quote, I knew she would listen to my ideas and do her best to incorporate me and us into the planning, and she did. The fact she had so much planning done ahead of time I realized how low stress this planning process was going to be on me and on us. It, it freed up a lot of time and anxiety so that the result was we could better enjoy the excitement in each other's company leading up to our big day. That's that? Yeah, I'm going to tell you what. Most guys don't look at the wedding as their big day. I mean, most guys I know. I mean, it's the wedding is what you got to do. Tell me where to show up. But that sounds so scripted. He was supposed to say that. Yeah, it sounds like he got uh, you know, he he got sound like he got neutered. That sounds like <laughs> I let him hang. He's he's not caring about it. Okay, I mean, how many of you guys really? I mean, if the wedding day is about the woman. Okay? I mean, I don't know how many of you guys sat around playing with your GI Joe, thinking about your wedding day. Okay, but you weren't the kind of dude I was messing. I was hanging with. But listen, no, but Andrew, I got to, to, but go, go ahead, Rodney. Go ahead, help me. Help I, I was going to say, but, but at the time of planning for your wedding, are are all of us seriously saying we didn't really care what happened on that day? Yeah, you know what? Saying. It didn't much matter to me. What my wife wanted, you know, you know, it was cool. It, it wasn't a big deal to me. Hey, look. So if she hooked it up in some kind of very, get, I'm not saying your wife would do this, but she hooked it up in some really ghetto, fabulous way, you wouldn't really care. Well, well I probably you know who you're marrying. Oh. I mean, wife wasn't going to have no, <laughs> no life, Kool-Aid, you know what I'm saying, though. You know, I knew my, it was going to be classy, but. That's right, because I wouldn't marry a ghetto. Who was girl. making sure my wife was happy, and I had to get the wedding planner in check. Right. And, you know, whenever somebody didn't make her happy, then I had to go get in that ass. Because it was like, my wife is going to be happy as long as she's staying on this $8,000. And we cool. My wife, all she wanted to do, she said, I want to get married at sunset on the beach. I said, honey, no problem. But I'm 
but again, we're not talking about you know if the wedding day belong to us. I don't care. Like most guys, I don't. I didn't care what we did the wedding, as long as we stay up under that same budget. But if I would have got in a relationship with a woman, and she, I, I seen all those signs, man, those red flags of crazy. It sounded, you know, you you got a plate over there, and ain't nobody else in here. It's no, now if she explains it, if she have a good explanation, well, the pastor told us, you know, whatever we want. we. I mean, you got a heavenly or spiritual explanation, I could probably roll with that, and then I'm going to still watch you. But then, <laughs> and you've been planning nine years, and it ain't no spiritual basis connected to it, I'm just going to attach crazy to that. Yeah, cause my ex-wife she can, crazy behind. My ex-wife can quote scripture with the best of them, and she, I'm telling you, be careful. She'll put whatever spiritual twist on whatever crazy she can put at you. Amen. Look out. <laughs> but you marry my ex-wife? <laughs> but how has the internet made it easier to plan and plot out a wedding? Yeah, the internet made it easy to get divorced. <laughs> It hasn't made it easier to plot a wedding? Yeah, it made it easier to spend your waste your money on a wedding, and it made it real quick to get a divorce. Then they give you whatever you want. Mm. Yeah, because, I mean, with the Internet, you don't have to, you know, a woman doesn't have to worry about leaving that wedding magazine lying What's around. What's the website my wife went on? She went on with wedding, uh, the wedding channel or some crap like that. Mm. And so the, the slick thing about it was was that, if people Googled my name or something, uh-huh. it would come up on the wedding page, like, I'm marrying her. And it would show down, like, a <laughs> countdown to the wedding. And so, like, that I used to fool with was, like, they would actually, like, ask to be invited to the wedding. Through the wow. web, Through the website. <laughs> crazy, man. It was crazy. But, Ike, 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 if a bride has a clear idea of her wedding needs, isn't it much easier for the wedding planner to give the bride exactly what she wants? Yeah, it is. Uh, but here's here's where crazy come in. If the bride doesn't save eighty five thousand dollars, or forty thousand dollars, or twenty thousand dollars for a damn wedding, and she living in an apartment, driving a Ford five hundred, you know, with with a, with a leaky oil gasket. <laughs> Ready to get married, and it's like, well, wait a minute, man. You could take this money, you could like upgrade yourself, or you know, buy a house or something, man. You would blow all this money on one. That's the crazy right there. That's true. Yeah. And speaking this of- chick, this chick that I told y'all about that's saving for her wedding, she's living with her mama. Mm. Y'all hey, think that'd be, that'd, be, that'd be easier for the man to move her in to his spot? Man, to what? She ain't saving no money for a house. She, no, he already, she might meet a man with a house. How you know? How you know who she gonna meet? Huh? Hey, <laughs> don't stop her blessing. Tell her to set up a place at her mama house. <laughs> blocking her blessing, bro. Okay. You done lost your mind. <laughs> now, listen, to this. <laughs> listen to this. Now, one man, now, I is talking about making, uh, you know, with the big bucks, but one man remarked that whoever develops a business where women can have the weddings of their desire with a standing groom will make a fortune. So when the mock wedding is over, the still single woman can get on with the rest of, 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 of her life. And man. might not act like a bridezilla if and when the real thing rolls around. What do y'all think about man, that? Man, that is a good idea. 
I like that idea. Y'all can have it. Y'all can have it. You know. And so you, you, they're crazy enough to actually pay for that. Right. Right. Hey man, there's there's a market for every everything is a you know it's to a consumer good. But I'll close with this before you know as we move on. Um, and I you'll like this. You, you you're gonna love this. One woman said her friends um, that had their weddings even up until the last day they still didn't know what they wanted. Mm, that's that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> they still didn't know what they wanted. What's the name of my book, Rodney? Women lie. There you New go. York Times bestseller. <laughs> um, but what? So what are the downsides of all this wedding pre-planning stuff? What are the downsides of wedding pre-planning? I don't think there's so much um, a downside. I just think that people get it twisted that the wedding or women a lot of times get it twisted. The wedding is more important than the marriage. That's right. Okay. <laughs> the wedding is one freaking day. All right, and and if you don't plan the marriage, you know there's such a letdown after that wedding that I mean there's you know the what's built up in the in 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 the mind of some people, you know, and, and it's usually women, you know, that this this big you know this is going to be the you know, and, and they they get through the wedding and at the end of that there's nothing, mm-hmm. you, you you couldn't live up to it to to be the charming that they've built in their minds. You know that this is what their wedding's gonna be. You you cannot have a good marriage if you're not bringing something to the table. And if all you bring to the table is an immaculate wedding plan for a wedding day, then you brought nothing to the table. Work on yourself. Make sure your finances are in order. Make sure your credit is in order. Make sure you got all your all your everything you deal with your relationship with God. Make sure all that is in order. Before you start talking about marrying somebody, nobody give a damn about your wedding plans. You don't even know who you are. Your relationship with God is all messed up. You, everything else is in shambles. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting somewhere, brother. Like, um, and you know, so one of the downsides is that women, like you said, I mean, they can imagine and fantasize about their wedding, but it may not be feasible. You know, so it could be all a wasted effort when it comes down to it. But on the positive side, can behaviors during the wedding planning process be an early warning system for marital issues? Yes. Uh, well, um, well, a lot of times, you know, you can't judge that because, you know, the women, they, they take this stuff so personal that they get stressed out. I mean, they... They start breaking down, and he's like, man, what's wrong with you? Is you, you getting married? Why are you crying, you know? And it's just so stressful that they that they they take it real, very, very personal, and then it gets a lot of emotions start climbing into what they got going on. And, and, then, and then I'm like, well, you know, it, it shouldn't be all that. You shouldn't be stressed out. You shouldn't be losing sleep. You shouldn't be worried about who going to make it. Is this person okay? Is that person okay? My wife started crying at our wedding because she thought I didn't want to marry her the last 15 minutes. I'm like, what gave you that idea? You know, I'm like, you know, just calm down. You know, and it, and it's just, uh, you know, that that day is just so, you know, they they done, all that anticipation done built up into that to that time. And here it is finally right around the corner. And then the pressure is just, you know, too great for them. And you can't really judge them off of that day to, to, to feel what kind of wife it's going to be based off 
playing. I, oh, I think you can. I think looking at how someone yeah. handle a stressful situation is a great uh, judgment. But you're going to base every, every situation off of that, you know, that one No, you Go ahead. No, no, not every situation, but I think it's a great ending of how she handles stress. But he ain't going to walk away from it. Well, it depends on how she reacts to the stress. Because I kept a eye on my second wife. Because I was looking for them bridezilla tendencies. I was waiting on her to have a breakdown, like, this is my day. And, well, you know, my wife didn't have that. Because I was like, hey, wait a minute. But you end up divorcing her anyway. So it no, no, no. That. My second wife now. My second wife. Oh, the second wife. Okay, I thought she was. My wife was cool. My second wife was cool all the way through it, you know. So she she handled the pressure, you know, pretty cool. I mean, uh, that's something I would pay attention to. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, because you you ever seen the show Bridezillas? Yes. Ooh. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. I love watching Bridezillas. <laughs> Everybody on that show, I'm sitting there looking like that. I don't tell nobody else that. What you mean? <laughs> What I can't like watching Bridezilla. <laughs> Why? Because it's funny to me. Because he's doing the walk. Most men they was jacked up though. You can't say that they just like that just because them them when them spoiled brat women that you know always got their way and spoiled women and you know mm-hmm. got a lot of money. So they was already messed up in the head. Right. And Andrew like this. Uh, a photographer said. One photographer said that he noticed that. These plan obsessed, these bridezillas, these princess brides were more likely to need his services more than once to right. photograph their second and sometimes third weddings. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, tied to the plan, tied to the plan. But what are some reasons that women spend years dreaming of and planning their weddings? What are some reasons women do this? The what same reasons men dream about having they they they. Breaking their virginity. Yes, I think it's the same thing. I think that that women grow up, and and I mean from the, when they're knee high to a chicken, I mean this is what they 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 fantasize about. Why? That's what I'm asking. Why do they do that? If they don't come out of the womb thinking about weddings, what happens? How does I don't know. I, I think it's just maybe the way they're raised or something. But but men don't think about that. Men think about scoring. Right. Women thinking about, oh, we're going to walk down the aisle, uh, it's my Prince Charming, yeah, you know, this is my Barbie and this is my Ken. I well, mean, I, you know. Andrew, Andrew, you just said it there. You just said it there. With yeah. my Prince Charming. Right. I mean, how many guys play with a Ken doll? Yeah, but no, let's go back to the Prince Charming because that's that's where some of this stuff is rooted in, fairy tales. Right. You know, and, they, and that's what the bottom line. And, and from the from the knee high to a chicken, you know, they want to be a princess. You take your you take your daughters to Disney World, and and all they want to do is be the princess, and they treat them that way. And it's nothing about you know. I'm just saying, you know, I, I take my grand, I take my my daughters to Disney World, and when when they're little, that's all they want to be. And they want their prince to come sweep them off their feet. Mm-hmm. Now the guy is not thinking about the prince. The guy is thinking about, boy, I like to get some legs, you know. Mhm, mhm. And forget, let's forget Disney World, but in the real world, you can start out as a princess, get married, and end up sitting by the fireplace in rags. And that will be like one of them fairy tales. But um, Andrew said something about raising. Um, speaking of raising, uh, does anybody have daughters? 
Does yes. anybody have daughters? Show of hands. I see. Oh you yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have. Yeah. I have yeah. two daughters. Um, are y'all going to pitch in any money for your daughter's wedding, or is she on her own? On her own. Her why own. is that, Darren? Why? Why is that, Darren and Ike? Why is she on her own? Because I, I believe that you know this ain't no tradition around here. You know, I'm gonna show you how to do. You get a man that got money so he can pay for you the wedding that you want. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what you had to do, and that's what you gonna do. Well, I, don't, I don't believe yeah, I, I got a lot caught. of money on the on a wedding. I don't think it's I think it's ridiculous. But I will pitch in a certain amount and say, okay, this is what we're gonna do, and and you want to do extra? That's that's on you guys. But this is what this is what your mom and I are gonna do. But what about college, though? I mean, don't we take care of college, and don't we take care of all these other things? Now, why we got to put the, all these pressures on us? And what if they want? What if they want the biggest extravaganza? Then now what? You know, now you done locked into that to that same old persona of you know, daddy got you. No, daddy ain't got you. Like I said, you put okay. You you and your wife decide. Okay, this is what we're gonna do, and whatever amount that you feel is comfortable, this is what you're gonna do. Now, you better get you I better get you a man that can take care. If he can take care of that, that expensive wedding, then he'll be, you know, he'll be able to take care of you. You'll be all right. So everybody say that your daughters are on their own. Is that a consensus? Well, well I say mine is. I need help, but I, I agree with that. You pay for some dollar wedding. I, 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 I'd have him come and see you, Rodney. Yeah, because I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay for my. Uh, I'm gonna take the traditional route, and um, I'm not gonna spend eighty five thousand. I you just bought. You just bought you know, the farm. It's, it's gonna be a cap, you know. It may be around eight grand in. Uh, Roger, does your wife know you gonna pay for the wedding? Hey, don't hey, don't hey, tell Rod. that, Rod. Hey, Rod. Don't put yourself on that one, man. Because you hey, might get a dude that is just terrible, and you paid for it, and then now you have right. to go to jail. Hey, now you got to hey, go Rodney. to jail. That's Dude. right. Hey, Rodney, how old you think your daughter is? Uh, ten and six. I got two of them. Ten and, ten and six. So you you, you say I mean, I, you got you got you gonna get them an eight thousand dollar budget eight years from, or or more obviously eighteen but let's just say yes yes fifteen years from now <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> and the six year old eight grand because that's where I I, I I like Ike's number of eight you know so yeah <laughs> Rodney don't tell nobody that <laughs> be like Ike told me back in twenty thirteen baby you got eight thousand so whatever you do in that eight. We're all good to go. We're okay, well, why don't we? I agree with the, I agree with the one brother was saying that you know you do. I got two kids uh, in college right now, um, and uh, two both the girls actually are in college right now. Of course, all three of my kids got cars, uh, you know, and not new, not brand new cars or whatever. But you know, we did what we can do for for all our kids. I got the oldest right now is you know she wants to get married now and uh, she's. She's 24, and she wants to get married now, and um, she got, you know, a little dude or whatever that she's crazy about, and I'm saying, hey, that's that's on you guys. So whatever you plan on doing, I, we ain't going to mix two college, uh, two college trips, a wedding, along with mortgage, along with this, along with that, all up into the pot. That's the that thing. Mm. And I would like to retire one day. That's bull crap right there. You know, now he in another debt. And he almost finished paying for his house. Now he got he done pulled out some money on his house just to pay for his daughter's wedding and cars in college. Mm-mm. 
But you think about it though. If what what does if if now we all say we we Christian men and the Bible tells us what to do with that money. That means we should have enough homes or enough enough finances for our children and their children's children. And if we invest in homes, like you know, I I we me and my wife we we're gonna give each one of our children a house, and that includes my daughter. If you got a home that you already have, now you got the finances for whatever you want. You got a, a a monthly income coming in, and that's your house. You can either stay there and and save for you oh, and your man. Uh, you know, if we do it that way, then we won't have to worry about um, buying their wedding stuff. I'm sorry, that way doesn't work for the children in this house because the, the children in this house, we're trying to teach them about responsibility. Uh, you know, my 19-year-old son is in college right now, and we're not paying for his college, and we are not allowing him to take any loans out to pay for his school. Okay, that's great. So, so what do you it's not working. I mean, you, you, I mean, buying buying them a home and having enough, like you know, like the words say, or trying. Oh to no, get- no, I'm saying no. Do that. I mean, yeah. I mean, what you're doing, yeah, that's great. But I wouldn't tell them. Uh, well, yeah. I we, would. I would like to see them try to do it on their own first. Yeah, me. That's me the, personally. I mean, you know, and as far as my daughter get married, you know, I tell her I'm not paying for your wedding. Now, when the big day comes, that you know that that will help her in planning her wedding. But if she already knows she can count on me to kick out a certain amount, then guess what? She's gonna be late. Right. Yeah, but I don't agree with uh, I don't agree with Rodney on the point that <laughs> you know buying no not Rodney. I mean uh, Darren. Sorry, I don't agree with Darren on the fact that buying my children a home. To put no, I ain't doing that because I think it is some some valuable experience with you know buying your first car, buying your first home, you know on your own, you know. And mm-hmm. I did that, you know, um, and I, it's 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 just invaluable that my parents didn't, you know, say here's your earnest money deposit. I mean, it was literally, you know, through God's help. I I don't, I don't agree with that part, and I also don't agree with Ike where he said that he's not allowing his 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 son to take out a loan. He can take out a loan. He just be responsible for the payment. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, I don't no, understand no. why why he can't take out a loan and be responsible for the payment. No, not allowing that either. No, because because student loans are terrible. Student loans are meant to keep you in debt. So we're trying to monitor his debt. So to help you out, Rodney, uh, we allowed him to take out a loan, a simple loan from a bank for thousand dollars, and okay. we thousand dollars and he pays the loan back and we monitor that but as far as him taking out a loan to pay for college those loans and those terms and that forbearance and all that crap no he's not doing that he's not graduating from college in debt okay I not that. Happen. so not a student loan but a, you know other loans and, and oh no we're sure building his credit we got that under control okay. but yeah no he no he ain't getting no student loan oh those- <laughs> And the, and the way that uh, the way I'm, we're, treat, we're teaching the kids is okay. Now I'm, I'm gonna show you how to buy the home. I'm gonna show you how to monitor your money. I'm gonna show you how to how to grow it. I'm gonna show you how, and and then this way, if you do it this way, you can pay for your college. You can have money to, for savings. You can have money, and this is started generational blessings because they're gonna pass this this teaching on down to their children and their children. And then you know now you buying a house, and that's what the Jews do. You know, the Jews do it just like that, and all of them are rich. Now, we behind the curve, you know, as, as our culture, you know, everybody, every man for themselves. You know, that's how we was rolled up. But, you know, now we're trying to change and, and, and change our mind and renew our mind around how 
God wanted it to be and how he expected it to be so everybody down in generations won't have to suffer. So that's where we're teaching it from a biblical perspective, not just saying, I'm going to give you this and you can go do whatever you want to do with it. No, it goes with the responsibility of, of managing your money, uh, uh, managing your tenants, or, you know, just saving for this house, saving your money to the point where you can buy another house and three and four more houses for your children. So it, it's just not just... Hey, Daddy, Mama got it like that, and y'all can have this. No, it ain't like that. Yeah, we know y'all the Huxtables. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, I, I wish. <laughs> you know, we 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 skipped over something. I want to come back to it um, regarding, um, you know, what what about our boys? Uh, does anybody have a son? We know Ike does. I have a an almost one year old son. I see your hands. I see your hands. But, I got ten. Yeah, you got to teach your mom. Well, what are we what are we teaching our sons regarding how to plan a marriage or how to plan a wedding? <laughs> I got to keep trying to teach them uh, how to make a boy first. <laughs> are we teaching them anything about uh, how to plan a marriage or how to plan a wedding? Go ahead, Rod. I hear you chuckling back there. I was saying I haven't, I haven't taught my son nothing, and I'm chuckling because. <laughs> My son is so anti right now, anti-marriage or anti-relationship uh, right now. I mean, you know, he got he got these little girls he talked to or whatever, but he ain't making no commitments at all. And he keeps telling me. I said, hey, boy, you know, be, be careful. You know, you be bound around and get yourself hemmed up or whatever. No, I ain't committed to none of them. I'm just, you know, I'm just hanging out. So that's why I'm laughing. No, I haven't said anything to my son uh, or talked to him, and that wasn't on purpose. He hasn't had any conversations on marriage. No different than me and my father. Never had no conversations on marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, Rodney, you know that's another show topic for me. Right? Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna go there. Um, but anybody else? Um, what are you teaching your sons on how to plan a marriage or how to plan a wedding? I have a, like I said, my son is 11 months old. You know, um, but I ain't teaching him anything. But I'm trying to teach him how to walk. different than women that, that you know, you, they, they cut from a different cloth, and they're not even about, you know, my, my, my son, he's 17 years old. He'll be 18 in uh, in July, and, and his thoughts are, you know, I want to try to see how many exotic women out there. You know, I like Puerto Ricans, whites, and, you know, he, he still is. And so he, he wants to, you know, he going to the Navy. He want to be a nuke, you know, nuclear power to drive uh, submarines and stuff like that. But, uh, but, you know, because he knows that money comes with, women comes with money. So he's chasing women just to get, see how many women he can get. He just chases money. So uh, his thought level and thought process is on a totally different level than my daughter. My wife told my daughter tonight, hey, I had a dream that you had a boyfriend. Man, she was all into the conversation. Oh, her first date. Okay, yeah. She said, I dreamed that you had your first date. And she's like, really? Did he have curly hair? Was he light-skinned? Was he tall? I mean... We was me and him was looking at each other like, what are they talking about? But she was, <laughs> in, you know, she was more into that. But my son is into chasing money and getting his career right, getting his money right. You know, he ain't worrying about no women. Oh, he he like them, but he ain't tripping about no no wedding. He ain't say nothing about that. So you can't really get somebody ready for something if they don't really want to hear it. But how many seventeen year olds? I think how many seventeen year old boys are thinking about weddings? None. That's uh, right. 
That's not what you should have Wait a minute. Wait a minute. minute. That's not the question I asked. I said, what are we teaching our boys on how to plan a a marriage or plan a wedding? Not just a wedding. I said the marriage. Oh, okay. Tell them don't get hooked up. Example, right? Don't get caught up. Yeah, I yeah, we're trying to tell them not to go get, get trapped. Up. Yeah, don't I get trapped. They're trying to trap you. That's what we're telling them. I think Darren just hit the nail on the head with, uh, as an example. We're, we're more showing them than actually sitting them down and, and having a quote unquote conversation with, you know, this is, you know, how you get married or, or whatever. But we um, telling our sons at seventeen, dude, keep it covered because you they're trying to trap you. That's it. <laughs> And speaking I, I, of kids, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say though, I've I've had I have conversations on and off, nothing really planned. It's just it comes up when certain conversations and things come up. And uh, me and my son have this thing. He understands what I'm talking about when we say man rules. He didn't always understand that because uh, there was times in the past, you know, there's certain things you just don't be repeating. Right, I'm talking to him about some things or whatever, or talking with some of my boys about some things, and then you know something comes up in the house, and he wants to, oh yeah, just like you and Mr. Everett were talking about. Look, boy, shut up. (laughs) 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 So that was earlier on. So we still do it to today. And even in you know some of the things in marriage, he's like, oh, you know, about it. I said, no. See, you can't fight every battle, and you know, just little things Mm -hmm. like that. We've got to compromise on this. So little things that come up, we don't have any planned discussions. Just some things come up, I say, like, man, rules to them, and then we'll talk about it later or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And speaking of kids, good words, Rodney. Speaking of kids, uh, one woman said that she was never really wedding obsessed, but she said she did think a lot about motherhood. And she said this, and I quote, Sure, I daydreamed about having a husband and kids someday and thought about what names we might name them. Um, end quote. So here's the question, fellas. Is there a different difference between being obsessed with being married versus being obsessed with being a mother? Is there a difference there? Yeah, it's a difference. What is the difference? It's definitely a difference. The difference between you being a mother is, you know, women, uh, they want, they feel at a certain age that I'm here to be this. I'm here to have a child. You know, my body is made to reproduce. So that's Take that on as a responsibility and a job. So when that happens, it ain't nothing set in their mind. I mean, I remember when, when my first wife, uh, she had a lo- uh, about four miscarriages, and she began to think that she was less than a woman because she couldn't carry. And then every time we went around another couple who was pregnant, if the woman was saying, oh, oh yeah, the, you feel the, you saw the baby kick, she would think that the lady was making a personal charge against her because she felt that the lady knew that she couldn't carry. Mm. So it was like, I was like, that lady didn't even know you had four miscarriages. What's your problem? Crazy. You know, so it became personal to her. And, you know, even though the doctor said, you know, look, wait, you just had a DNC. Uh, you just had, you know, that, that little operation that get the miscarriage out of there. And, you know, you need to wait six months. She was like, that doctor don't know what she talk. he's talking about. Uh, I want to wait now. I don't want to wait. I want to wait two months instead of six months. He don't know what he's talking about. I know my body. I'm like, are you going crazy, woman? So that's what carried on to the next miscarriage and the next miscarriage because, uh, you know, reason and and logic and medical research and and all that other stuff, it was out the window. And all she wanted to do was 
carry because that made her feel uh, important, you know, at that time. Mm-hmm. Good words, good words. And I, and I also agree that there is there's a difference, you know, between the two. Um, because a wedding has little to do with being happily married. I think we can agree on that, right? A wedding mm-hmm. has little to do with being happily married. Um, but do far, do far too many people, women especially, get married for all the wrong reasons? Mm-hmm. Yes, no, maybe so. That's a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it a trick? Because it's after 11? <laughs> women are not just for getting married for the wrong reasons. What are those reasons, like? What are some of those reasons, like? Please, please they, do tell. Because they think they should get married because they was taught as a girl to get married. Second of all, they get married because, like my man said, their biological clock is ticking and they want to go on and have some kids because that's why they think they was put here to get married and have kids and that's it. Uh, third, they don't know what they want. They lie to themselves. <laughs> uh, they, they, uh parents, their mom especially, you know, force them into getting married and their family and their friends. But this is one of the most important moments of a person's life. Some would argue that it's the most important. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, I've been married twice. You know, it's, it's just married. It ain't like it's you know. <laughs> so you can fly some. You know, you just married. That's it. You ain't you're in cancer. Do you think uh, society, do y'all think society wants everybody married because it kind of keeps people in line? No, I just say it's spend money. It makes people spend money. It's good for the economy. Yeah, that I don't even know if society wants that nowadays, to be honest. You got to remember, you, y'all remember the show, Ike, and, you know, Tina Turner, and you know her story with Ike and him, you know, going upside the head and all that stuff, and then she tried to go home. Y'all remember that when she tried to go home? And her mama told her, you know, you better go ahead and, you know, don't be messing with that dude. You got a black eye because you messing with him, you know? And that was, <laughs> so, you know, the way that people used to think, you know, I have to be married because I'm a woman. It's important, and there's value to it, and he's a good man, so stay with him. Just don't make him mad. And I believe from from traditional from a traditional standpoint, just because you can reproduce, and we you know we are designed to do so, then that's the that's the reason behind being married and getting married. It, it, it it's not just let's just get married because you know uh, uh, you know so we can save money. You know, it's more to it than that. It's 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 more biblical at this point. You know. But, but back to Rodney's point, um, do y'all think society prefers people who conform and and get in line per se, or the society prefer prefer people who do their own thing. I think society prefer people that conforms to something that society can understand, that most society can understand. Okay. But does our society I'm gonna try to broaden what Rodney was trying to get out earlier, um does our society put this kind of advanced planning and thought into our careers, our health, and our finances? I mean, doesn't our society put, you know, say, you know, plan for, you know, dress for the job you want, you know, be healthy, exercise, eat right, start a 401K, you know, and all these things? Don't Doesn't society put emphasis on other types of advanced planning? 
you know. So why would it be an issue with planning a wedding in advance? I think that's what Rodney was trying to get at, is that when it comes to our career, you're, you're planning your career. You know, you don't want to be in the same job 10 years from today, I would hope. What's you, you're not planning, planning a wedding if you ain't planning a, we- a marriage. Aha. Uh-huh. We, we're, we're arriving. You're right. <laughs> the Harmony commercial on TV right now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but listen to this one woman. One woman says, speak for yourself. She's been planning her wedding since she was 16 years old. But during this time of planning, she's graduated from college and law school, funded her 401K, set up an emergency fund, maintained relationships with family members and friends, and took up running as a hobby. She wants to spend 10000 on her wedding dress alone. So she's, mm-hmm. made, so she's made career choices that support her goal. I bet so you. So get out. You said as what? Single as, as single as single could be. So y'all think she's crazy? Yep. It depends on how she make that approach to the man to who she think that a prospect is because most women, well, I mean, I ain't going to say most women. I don't have no statistics to say that, but, you know, women who's in a in a, in a a position of power and, you know, they got themselves together, then they're going to be expecting those. They're going to have that high expectation for a man to do to have something on the same level because she has taught she was being taught that, you know, bring, hey, get a man that that can bring something to the table. And if she got a million dollars in the account and all this other money, you know, it's going to be hard. Her, 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 her picking is going to be slim. Absolutely. I dare. I'm trying. But, 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 but I think what Rodney was saying, or in that article anyway, it sounded more like if she wasn't looking for a man to pay for anything. She she chose her career wisely, I guess, in that sense. Oh. She had the money to pay for this $10,000 dress or to pay for this wedding. And keep in mind, I heard everyone saying that the wedding and the marriage are two different things. And so her thought isn't necessarily on which, or at least this article or this, this analogy that Rodney's using, isn't about the man that she's going to choose. Now right. it was about the man she's going to choose. So maybe that's I disagree. What kind of man is she going to get? I mean, you tell me to match her what she have, have accomplished her accomplishments and what she's doing. He have to already, he got to be in shape because she running every day. He got to be paid because she paid. He got to have a career. He got to have some education. She can't get the dude that's living in his house, in, in his mama's house. Sure. She ain't going to get that. Sure. And he I has to be the same age or about her age. So, you know, men at this they got five kids, so maybe perhaps are going to the military or going to school, or you know they ain't got what she got. Are you saying there's nobody out there for her? For a woman I'm like not. That? There's I'm no just, out there. And I, can you, I can tell you right now because I went on a date with a woman like this. On the first date, the first thing she asked me was my credit score, and my <laughs> score was too low, and the date was immediately over. There we go. Woman like. A woman like that has this stupid list that she's going to stick to, and she does not. There's, there's no. There's no room for variance because say you can, that again, by, you can say that again. Rodney is red. That she, come on, man, there ain't no compromise. She's already put together. You listen to Steve Harvey too much. So, but I, so, I, so but I, I, you, go ahead, go ahead, Rodney. I was going to say, but again, I think there's still the distinction of we're talking about the marriage versus the wedding. That's right. That's right. Well, who's she going to get, bro? We talking about a <laughs> nobody. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I just basically saying she should go ahead and plan her divorce. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 
She wants. What's wrong with Ashley wanting something nice? That's right. Come so to why, him, why, are we, why are we making that an evil thing? It's Thank not you. an evil thing, but what? what I'm saying is you can tell a woman like this has a list that's unrealistic. Yeah, and if no, she no, doesn't no, have because, her own path. Because this woman, is, this, this woman is, is working and making the money to own up to that reality. And this woman could very, very well want to do because he's got a bad credit score, not realizing that something as conditional as a credit score could change. That's right. So are there not women out there? Who make more than their husbands? Hold on, they're already married. We're talking about single women. No, 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 no. But well, they weren't married before they met. No, let's talk about the single women that are lawyers, sure, well, contract, and got to be single before they got married. Well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, there's women out there that married and make more than their husbands. Yeah, they no, are. no, no, no. Let's go back to the single. Single women. There are women out there who are single who make more than single men. Right. Okay, and they get together, and then they get married, and now the married, the woman now makes more than her husband. Okay. So w- why is that so unrealistic about this particular woman who wants a $10,000 dress who's making this money to, to own up to her own fantasy? That she, she has a list. She has her Prince Charming has got to be compatible. Really, you really don't get this one. Come on now. <laughs> That's highly unlikely. Play that, Roddy. Don't yeah. you play that. Okay. That's highly. Right. I have okay. personally experienced that that side of a woman. I'm telling you. For a long time. Because mm-hmm. ain't nobody yeah, I mean, that list. Yeah, but there, there's something out there where the, where the garbage man can be Prince Charming, but hmm. she and she she can be the breadwinner, but. The thing is, is does she does she recognize that she's still the woman in the relationship? Exactly, that's right. Yeah, that's where it comes down to. Too, too you, many of y'all don't watch for daddy, daddy's girls or whatever that movie where the woman make all. Hey, look, man, I'm tell you right now, these women out here that's got these weddings saved up, they lawyers or whatever, run track, body banging, <laughs> you be perfect. You got, you why, got. Why do you think Oprah's still single? <laughs> And that's why they still... Oprah got issues. Still. <laughs> so, so, she got so, more issues so, than just men. So hold up. So so are y'all saying that women should just plan on not getting married instead? Oh, right. women should wow. Women should stop lying to themselves, first of all, because they lie about everything. Number one, they should stop lying to themselves. And number two, they should understand that people have flaws and accept people for their flaws and... and it's okay. People can change, but don't try to change them yourself. Because they do always try to change. You to change do men, sorry. So do men sometimes have high expectations as well? Absolutely. We always I, we gonna get all the sex in the world once we marry, and that's the first thing that's taken off the table. There it is. There it is. Boom. We always. That's every man on this call thought they will have a sexual buffet, and after after that <laughs> big men day, rap. that was it. Right. So we're. If we're just as crazy as them, then the conversation is balanced and it's probably a moot point. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, there was one thing I could change. I wish I would have got more sex. Because it was coming, right. You said that in the beginning. It was coming to an end. Hey, trails. <laughs> Adios. But does our culture, does our culture romanticize over weddings? instead of happy and functional marriages because 
they tend to be depicted as boring. Yes, I agree. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Then it's more boring than a happy couple. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. And me and, and my wife are boring. We don't have no drama. <laughs> or my clothes in the yard. You know. Y'all don't be throwing fisticuffs in the driveway. Right. Right. Out every day. You know. We we're boring. Yeah. And I I want to drop a monkey wrench right there. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Here's the monkey wrench. Is it easier to plan a wedding? than it is to form a meaningful relationship that's going to lead to a fulfilling marriage. Yes, it is. It's easier to plan a wedding. Well, Very easy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wedding is one day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay. what percentage, what percentage of people do y'all think, what percentage of people do y'all think spend more time planning their wedding than determining what type of marriage they want to have? What percentage of people do y'all think spend more time planning their wedding day than determining what type of marriage they want to have? Seventy percent. Six percent. Wow, that's low. I, I that is high. low. I said seventy. Yeah, I thought that was low. Yeah, I would have thought it said something like eighty-five. Yeah, I don't have 80. the numbers, but I mean, I I think it's probably eighty, ninety percent. Hmm. And you know what? What percentage of women would still get married if they could not have a wedding? None. One percent. You said zero. Uh, half a percent. <laughs> they don't even know what that is. They don't even know what. Now let me ask you this, Rodney. Yeah. Are you talking about first wedding? Let's just say she's been married three times or whatever, and by the by the third time, she maybe don't want nothing. To, I'm guessing she might not want nothing to lie, but she might just just take us to justice peace, and I'm fine with it. So what are we talking about the first wedding? Because that first one's in the magical. Yeah, the first one. The first one. Okay. Well, you know, it depends. If she doesn't shacked up with the dude for eight years, she's just gonna go to the courthouse. She don't care. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if she ain't going into that plan of shacking up, she wants a wedding. Mhm. Mhm. So, who should plan the wedding? The man or the woman? <laughs> who should or who will? I said yeah. who should. Who should is the man. Huh? But the woman will never be happy, so it's a, the women. If you want to have it, just let her plan it. Just be done with it. So what's yeah, the answer? Who should plan the wedding? The woman. Is, is that a consensus? I say both. Good. Both. Who said both? Rodney. Oh. <laughs> Why you say both? Well, I'm saying she's saying should. This is this is the day that you guys are both coming together, and from this day forward, you guys are going to be together. This is your first decision that you guys are making together. Mm, man, that guy's speaking to y'all. Y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. He's speaking. You know, because there will always be the bridezillas who don't think that the man's wishes matter that much. But this is changing in modern day. And wedding planning, as Rodney just stated, 
is becoming more collaborative. And let's go back to Kate. Let's go back to Kate. And she said that once she was engaged, Sean was initially frustrated and once told her, and I quote, this is not your wedding, this is our wedding. Just like Rodney said. Some of y'all will get this tomorrow. But has anybody ever played fantasy football? One time I have. You you played like anybody else played fantasy football? I have not. One time. Yeah. Now, one woman said that wedding planning is similar to fantasy football since it's a fun way to relax and enjoy running something without the pressures of reality. In a weird way, is she right? Is she kind of right? Yep. So your playing fantasy football is the same thing as obsessive wedding planning. I don't see how they're the same. She's going to keep the same. Her bride, her maid, and ring there, where you going to sit and who's going to be there. You know, right. and all this, this beautiful thing, you know, because I'm marrying a great man. At that time, he was a great man. Mm-hmm. He figures I have to have a wedding that's going to match this perfect union. But if her head is just in, into planning that wedding, that's the only perfect thing she's going to have. Yeah. And the reality is, if you've known any, now y'all are not, we're not obsessed with fantasy football, but if you've known any guy that is obsessed with fantasy football, it's kind of the same thing. Now y'all weren't obsessed, that's why you can't relate to it. But I'm sure you've heard guys talking about their fantasy football teams. Mm-hmm. You know, players getting hurt and somebody, you know, I don't even understand. I never got into it because I was like, I ain't got time for anything else, you know, that involves a lot of, you know, uh, checking back and follow-up. I, like, I ain't got time for that. So I never, I don't even know how the stuff works. But I've heard guys explain, you know, my, man, how your fantasy football team do Sunday, you know, and it was it's, it's an obsession. So bringing this thing on down, bringing this thing on down, bringing this thing on down, got to get you all out of here. Who should plan the marriage, the man or the woman? Now, before I ask who should plan the wedding, and y'all were like, yeah, the woman, let her do her thing or both, but who should plan the marriage, the man or the woman? Both of them. So the woman should plan the wedding. So y'all saying the woman should be left to plan the wedding, but both should plan the marriage. Is that what you're saying? Is that That's what you're right. saying? Yeah, I think they should be both and doing both. I mean, if you you ask her to marry, then you should be a part of the plan of of getting to getting to that step and then following through until death do you part. Okay. Yeah, I would I would say both as well, along as a definition of planning the marriage is not equivalent to leading the marriage. Yeah, come closer to the mic. Come closer to the mic. Oh, sorry. I was saying. Yes, I was saying both. As long as your definition of planning the marriage is not equivalent to leading. Gotcha. 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 And all of this stuff we've been talking about tonight is great. It's wonderful for couples that aren't married yet. 
But what about couples that are already married? Are there any principles or concepts that we talked about that could benefit a married couple as well? When it talks about when we're talking about planning the marriage, planning the well, are there any concepts, principles that could benefit a married couple, an already married couple? I don't know. Say that question one more time. Let me let me get try it one more time. Give me that question one more time. Yeah, you know, basically we're talking about premarital. I think that Andrew said it. You know, premarital counseling. But what about couples that were already married? What can anything that we talked about tonight benefit a married couple? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a few things we talked about. I mean, you know, about communication and the love language. Yeah. Mhm. 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 Yeah, y'all been paying attention now. I got a multiple choice question for you. And be honest, be honest, fellas. I know it's late. Almost done. Um, but when it comes to you, multiple choice question. When it comes to you, did you plan a your marriage? B your wedding? C, both your marriage and your wedding, or D, neither your marriage nor your wedding? I plan my marriage and my wedding because we went to counseling and I said the cost of the wedding. Okay, anybody else? When it comes to you, did you plan your marriage, your wedding, both your marriage and your wedding, or neither your marriage nor your wedding? Both. Both? So we all both, everybody, both? Same people saying both should let the women should plan the wedding. Something doesn't square, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you hear him, Rodney? You know, uh, I hear him. <laughs> yeah. You know, something doesn't square. You know, there's oh, both, both, brother Rodney. <laughs> but um, anyway, anyway, um, how can household stress help somebody plan their marriage, their wedding, or both? How can household stress help somebody plan their marriage? their wedding, or both. How can I, I, think, I think doing what we were what we're doing tonight, I don't think, you know, we agree to disagree or we, we accept, as we do every night or every Tuesday, uh, accept others' opinions and, and, and the flows in their relationship. I think when we get on here and do that, instead, instead of uh, bashing each other or, or, or judging or condemning, whatever you want to look at it, uh, I think those who are on the call or listen to the tapes or what have you, see that there are differences of opinions and you kind of eat the meat and throw the bones away. See what's good for you because there might be a guy that says, I want to do the planning for it. I want to do the planning for the wedding or at least be involved in it. Uh, and you might hear someone say, no, men, men aren't involved in that and also be involved in it. And then another person say, yeah, well, you know, it's okay. And then see how we, we get along and you know, we learn from each other, whatever. I think that's how you, uh, I think that's how a household could help uh, other brothers out. Yeah, that's good words. That's good words. Anybody else? How can household stress help somebody plan their marriage, their wedding, or both? I think that was a good synopsis, uh, Rodney, but this is an easy one, fellas. Did God plan your marriage? Yeah, God planned or let me ask it in, in a different way to help the other brothers, Ike. Does he have a plan for your marriage? 
I say it because I didn't meet my wife till after I prayed God about it. Mm. So I was I was finding trash. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get out of Southeast and Burlington Coat Factory. And I had to upgrade my looking locations. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Now earlier tonight, Ike, I asked, you know, how much did the divorce cost? In terms of dollars and cents, I think you said seventy-five dollars or something. Yeah, forty plus thirty-five. Yeah. Yeah, seventy-five, and uh, brother Darren was up at somewhere uh, close to a, a Mercedes or something at forty-five grand. Uh, was that about a C-class fully loaded or something? I don't know. But I want to ask the question again, not relating to dollars and cents. How much did your divorce cost you? Nine years. Nine years? Please. That's how long I wasted. But it, I, I gained some knowledge, and I learned a lot about myself also. Mm-hmm. I learned, And I learned out of that divorce how to love myself and stop putting the wants and needs of someone else ahead of mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Darren? Uh, how much did your divorce cost you? We already talked about the dollars and cents, but how much did it cost you in other ways? Oh, he's gone. Maybe he's gone. Um, anybody else divorced? Been through a divorce? No? So, Ike, you're the lone soldier tonight. Yeah, I got to get up in four hours. That's crazy. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll tell you something, brother. I've been up since 4 a.m. with my son. He's uh, been uh, vomiting for the past uh, four or five days. So I was up with him at 4 a.m. this morning, so I feel your pain. Um, but regarding how the you know how much the divorce costs, um, how does the divorce affect the kids? Or does it affect the kids? How does a divorce affect the kids? Uh, it does. I mean, I didn't have any kids with my first wife, so mm-hmm. yeah, I was good to go there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dr. Greg Smalley, who's the executive director of Marriage and Family uh, Formation at Focus on the Family, he said he brings at least one of his four children to every age-appropriate marriage event simply to expose them to the crucial role marriage plays in the family and our society. Do y'all think that this is a good idea or a bad idea, that he brings one of his kids to the to the marriage stuff? Sometimes it's uh, an unrealistic one because you, they don't invite kids to weddings anymore. You can't bring yours. That's right. Mm, that's a big one right there, CJ. Yep. Um, no kids allowed. I think I had that policy at my wedding. I didn't. Let them come. But see, this is why this is why you, you have to throw up that whole worrying about how much a plate is, you know, and just the best way to do it is do the old-fashioned family reunion, get together out that way everybody can you know, because the yeah. kids are all part of the family. That's right. And it does give them a chance to to see how things are, are, are done. Right. 
go back to Ike for a second. Um, Ike, how do you and your ex communicate now that you're divorced? Is it better or worse than when y'all were married? Uh, I don't communicate with my ex. Oh, okay. Well, I don't have better. no, you know, kids. Yeah, I mean, There's no reason. Yeah, there's no reason. Yeah, they don't have any kids. No kids. So we are traditional uh, ex-wife and ex-husbands. They have nothing to do with each other. Gotcha, gotcha. So I guess it's better now. <laughs> now that you're divorced. Really. Yeah, now that I don't have to hear from her, I'm great. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I That's pray good. for the dude that does have to hear from her. <laughs> <laughs> But I want to drop another monkey wrench uh, before my last question um, for the night. Um, and this is to you, Ike. You're the lone soldier tonight, the lone divorcee. Um, and I want you to be careful with this one. And the question is, the monkey wrench is, did God plan your divorce? Hmm. Yeah, because uh, he wouldn't let her get pregnant. I don't know. Uh, we both got checked out. We were both uh, Sexual organs worked as uh, needed to work. Could not get pregnant. Nine years, no condom. Wow. And when I say doing the action to get her pregnant every time, just about every time. That's deep, brother. One time she did get pregnant, it was a miscarriage. So by preventing her from carrying a child to term. Mm. That's deep. Yeah, it is. I don't know why people think God ain't for divorce. Mm-mm. He sure let them happen. Yeah, he does. At first, I didn't think he was. I mean, that's that's a good point. What do you think about that, Rodney? Did God plan a divorce? Is that possible, not possible? Nah, I, I, I have to go on the other side on that one. I knew you would. That's why I asked you. Only reason why I was quiet Because I didn't think we had enough time to even talk about that one <laughs> We got a few minutes We got a few <laughs> Yo, minutes Exactly You need a show on that Not about a few minutes Okay All right. Well I, well, well I just left us anyway He can't even respond to your Your, your, your opposite Um uh, view on that um, But before I ask My final question I have to play a clip um, And this is only 60 seconds And this is the final question But this clip is about uh, 60 seconds long um, So hold on one second Let me play this And before the final question 60 seconds Hilltop home Wayne and Lenora Hunter built to raise their family more than 40 years ago. This flattened, blown to bits by a tornado. 
Those front steps once led to their front door. Now they lead to heartache. Hunter and his wife couldn't resist shooting some video of the twister heading their way, then ran for cover inside. They were in the safest spot in the house. It was the very middle of the house. There's no windows. They shut the doors, and they cover up with a blanket. But not safe this time. They were found about 30 feet apart. Wayne Hunter was dead. His beloved wife, Lenora, still alive. He covered her up and protected her with a, with a wood door. Hunter was a former volunteer firefighter and recently retired emergency room nurse. Those who knew him say he really believed laughter was the best medicine. Now the hard part, trying to save pieces of their home, of their life, and trying to understand why. The, well, the whole randomness of a tornado is amazing. They hit, one house is destroyed, one house isn't, one person dies, one doesn't. I don't think you can understand that. Yet for family and friends of Wayne Hunter, just because they avoided this twister's path doesn't mean they weren't touched by what it took away. Final question, fellas. Did y'all see the twister yesterday on uh, more? Mm -hmm. I'm sure there. you saw it. The devastation is, is terrible. Uh, final question, fellas. While you were planning your wedding, did you ever plan to bury your wife? Mm-mm. No. Well, I have. I mean, in, in forms of, like, life insurance and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, uh, even discussing death, where you want to be buried, uh, are we going to be buried together, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you got to talk about it. Yeah. I agree. I didn't, but I agree. You know, she's the beneficiary if anything happens to me on my, you know, for the kids and stuff. So you really do got to talk about. It. That's one thing a lot of marriages don't want to talk about is the ending. The ending is the is you know God knows the ending before you, you know He knows the ending before you do. So you got to prepare for it. Well, and. Just so I'm clear, you were saying the pre-marriage, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is marriage okay. and getting the paperwork together and yeah. uh, talking about yeah, I death. I didn't until afterwards, so, but I agree with you. I think you could do that prior to if you know that's what you're going to do. If you're going to go through with the marriage, I did. Yeah, because I mean it's real, and, and you look at something like a tornado. You know that. None of us have any control over versus we do have some control over our vehicles. We may not have any control over the next person's vehicle for, you know, a, a car accident. But, you know, th this married couple was at home, and a tornado came up, and the husband lost his life. And that's just, I mean, that's, that's just not something you expect, you know, when you wake up tomorrow morning that... Your wife could no longer be with you. Yeah. I mean, God forbid, but I mean, it, it's a reality. It's a reality, unfortunately. And engaged couples tend to spend months preparing for their big wedding day, but wait until after they say I do to think about a game plan for the marriage. 
getting married shouldn't be a display. It should be a pledge to try and figure it out as a team for better or for worse. Because after the wedding comes comes years of contentment or conflict, happiness or heartbreak. While caught up in the excitement of planning such an affair, it's easy to forget to address the real issues. Because a wedding ain't that serious. Your time will be better spent planning the life you want to lead with your future wife. It doesn't really matter what the color the flowers are or the size of the cake. So in between dress shopping and setting the reception dinner menu, why not prepare for your marriage too? Once armed with the high level of knowledge and self-awareness, you'll know not only how to build a strong and vibrant marriage that will last, but also how to have the kind of marriage where you and your spouse feel safe, honored, and valued. As wonderful as a wedding is, it's only one day and lasts for only a few hours. Mm-hmm. But a marriage is meant to last a lifetime. Couples should make marital choices wisely and early to attempt to build a foundation for an intimate, long-lasting relationship, one that is quite and satisfying. 